I still can't believe how. Huh. Oh, hey, we are live. Good morning. Good morning. And, uh, you know, I was wondering, you know, before folks, you know, sometimes come in, we got a couple minutes. Maybe we should do one of those things where we be like, hey, new blurred order will be live in five minutes. Yeah. You ever, yeah. You ever see people do that type of thing? Like, yo, we will be live in 20 minutes. Yeah, I love those things. The only thing is when you like, it, we'll have to be like, new blurred order will be live in about seven ish minutes. Like, we'd have to do it like that because you know how we are. <laughs> we can never really pinpoint the exact time because yeah. so the countdown would keep changing and stuff. It'd be like, it just said 30 seconds, now it says 45 seconds. What the hell? <laughs> It'll be like, new word, new blurred order will be live soon. There'll be no time frame on it because we just gonna be like, yo, look, look, new blood order. We we coming up at some point in time. So that's, we're gonna we're gonna pull ahead. up like Netflix, you know how they have like you know their movies coming out, like coming soon doesn't give you a date, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, yeah, at least at least Netflix has gotten on my nerves. Is that am I the only one where Netflix like I feel like it's loud as hell. Why is Netflix so involuntarily loud? Like, do you ever mm -hmm. log on to Netflix and it -do -do, and you gotta like turn your turn your whole volume down? Yeah, and if, the, and if the show has a theme song, it's over. That theme song is gonna be waking up the neighbors and stuff like it's, right. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and then the, and then the dialogue comes on. It's like, hey, how did you? It's like, okay, damn. Right, right. The action is like so loud. And then and then Tyro, you you can't even like navigate between the, the titles because they show a preview of it if you put like your, your control over it. So like if you try to sneak downstairs to watch Netflix in the morning, it's like every preview, the doodle, the loud action. <laughs> This is a complete mess, which is why we will be discussing something off of Disney Plus this morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's the new Blurred Order. So as some of you all know, this week dropped the new episode of What If. Yes, What If was on the docket, and I'm here for it. And so is Yaz. What's going on, Yazzie? What's up, guys? How you guys feeling this morning after uh, it's been a full week since we've been home from MegaCon? Isn't that crazy? I know. I miss you guys so much, but it's okay. I'm cool uh, with all of that work. <laughs> It, it did prove to be a lot of work. We'll talk about that. Tyrone is in the building. What's going on? It's going good morning. It's always yeah, good to yeah. be here with y'all. Yeah, I do. It, it was nice to spend that weekend, and it was such a cool weekend. And you know, I was telling, uh, I was telling Ty, and yeah, on Wednesday, I was like, man, I was driving away. I was like, I'm feeling a little bit sad. There's like a little bit of nice sadness coming. I'm gonna miss yeah, these guys. Right. That, that sadness, like when you're at the end of a movie. Yeah, uh, exactly. But see, this on the this the difference is this time you actually had part in writing producing <laughs> getting the coffee like tyrone was all over the place tyrone like, anything anybody need anything uh oh <laughs> you want red lobster oh sure i mean it's it's right down the street uh i mean i can order something and, uh, well yes yes was killing it on like the engagement and stuff so i would just be like i'm gonna stay out of her way let her do her thing so that's if i i don't mind being the assistant when somebody's over there killing it like i i'll swallow oh my, my pride God. i'll be the assistant i'll get right. your coffee for you Yo, Yaz was literally <laughs> everywhere. Like, yes, like, first of all, we got together this weekend, y'all. Uh, that's Tyrone 
in the uh it's a purple range uh who actually looks like prince uh the more and more i look closer <laughs> the actual like there's no cosplay needed uh uh and then you have yazzy we've got ty leem over here uh, uh dressed up uh like a like he's been uh in a paintball fight or whatever that is going on. <laughs> Um, along with his lovely wife Amy, and there I am uh, looking like I'm the, like I do not want to take this picture. Right, <laughs> I'm like the kids. Like, your right, yeah. face, like it's so great. Yeah, like, man. Oh, it, this yeah. this was the the first day, and and that was yeah. like that was after a very very long day. For a Hell second, yeah. I didn't even remember taking this picture. Like I think for a while, my body was just kind of like on autopilot, and yeah, I think my brain might have been asleep the whole time. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was something else, man. But yo, we definitely came, saw, and conquered MegaCon. I don't know if y'all was ready for us or not, but I feel like we did our thing, especially since it was our first year even being at MegaCon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we wasn't even really truly expecting to go this year, bro. Mm -hmm. I mean, but Tyrone, it was your first con of any sort. No, you had been to cons before. I had been as a visitor and, uh, you know, just participating in all the, the joy and the and the fun that comes along with it, but never, you know, never kind of behind the scenes. And it was a really cool look at it because, like, you see the level of the level of work that goes into it right. is insane. Like, I, I couldn't even fathom it. It's like the way they they set this stuff up and break this stuff down the way they do as quick as they do. It's uh, it's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, man. Yeah. And but yeah, as it was your first time going to a to a con. Is that right? Uh, I mean, as a vendor, yes. I mean, I, I my mom and I go to cons every single year together. So, like, oh yeah, my bad, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I know somebody whose time it was their first time at a con. This guy right here, yo. I like how he just pops in out of nowhere. What's up, bad time? What's goody, man? Wow, you can tie. If I if I didn't know anybody, I would think you might have just woke up. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. You'd be thinking right. <laughs> now, I mean, like since MegaCon, like listen, like since last Sunday, like you've been sleeping this whole time. In that, you all right, bro? You good, man? You, you, yo, you want some Ovaltine, man? You need oh, some. No, man. I, I woke up last night and COVID was trying to sneak in my bed and shit. Like, I was, like, was like, shit, we ain't even talking nothing. Like, man. I ain't that type of guy, you know what I'm saying? But you like to talk about how you and we you know what I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna go there this morning. <laughs> but I was gonna say if there was a bed that COVID would feel comfortable jumping in, it would be you and Amy's bed. Is all this is that's all I'm saying. Uh yeah, I'm gonna shut up. Uh anyway, bruh. Well, we were just talking about the con, bro. I mean, you enjoyed you were there too, man. We got you on here, you know what I'm saying? Doing your thing. We had our our group meet up. You know what I'm saying? For uh, you know, uh wine and spritz in the parking lot amongst other things. <laughs> uh so I'm just saying, like, as your first con con, like everybody else is like, Yeah, I've been here, you know, but as uh, as a patron, not a vendor, it's different for them, but they've been this is your first time being at a con, period, bro. What was your experience, man? Talk to us, man, from a first time. I'm really I'm really eager to hear this shit. Uh I mean it was it was super exciting, man. Um you know, you know me. I had my anxiety because there's so many people, and I just didn't want to. I, I hope it was really, really bothering me. But, uh, but out, outside of that, man, like just seeing the, the the level of intricacy in the costumes, detail, um, you know, just how people were just interacting and having a good time. Um, you know, it's always it's it's really a, a a pleasant a pleasant feeling to see so many people of so many different colors. Um, you know, I'm saying races, creeds, 
um, all being able to come together and enjoy mm -hmm. a moment that they, you know, that, that, that kind of, it just, it, it, for me, it was just great. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a great experience. I got to meet Bruce Leroy. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. you met Bruce Leroy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Was he glowing? Tyrone yeah. went with you, right? With yeah. yeah I, I had to witness that. Yeah. Tyrone <laughs> went with me and, and yo, man, that was like for the culture, man, Bruce Leroy. Yeah, man. To meet the dude, it was, he was, he was real humble. Um, yeah, man. But that was, that was like, that was one of the highlights of the of the of the, uh, the whole MegaCon for me was being able to meet him. But it, it like I'm like I said, if if you if you haven't ever been to a MegaCon, do yourself some justice and go, just to go check it out. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not into you know the nerdy stuff, like I said, the the detail to the that that people took and the time that people took to put together those costumes, mm -hmm. like it, yeah, man, it's it's it was it was it was awesome. So is that is that like the biggest deal for you was the costumes? I can't tell if the costumes was the highlight or if it was Bruce Leroy himself. No, it was Bruce Leroy. It was Bruce Leroy, hundred percent. Yeah, watch it, watch it out. You know how you know how when like when you're a kid, you, you used to stay up late on the on Christmas Eve so you could catch Santa and yeah. steal all the toys and stuff. Well, like it was it was like that. It, it was if if Ty had actually caught Santa and was like, oh shit, what up, Santa? Like it's uh, I love I love your work. Uh, I appreciate the toys, like you know that kind of stuff. It was, it was like that. The, the joy was so real, and I was just so happy to be witnessing it. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to send, I had to send my female variant home because she was getting real hope. Like she was, she was ready to give give Bruce Leroy the pussy, and I was like, whoa! whoa. I thought it was just me and you. I didn't know that this was, you know, we was open to that. But that's funny. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it does open up some really home, fun man. role play opportunities, though, because I feel like you could pull off show enough, Ty, if you really wanted to, and you could just y'all could do a whole thing, just just record it <laughs> and, and sell it in that last month of OnlyFans and make some money. Ah, yo, yo, he's on the fans is taking out nudity, so you can't sell it on OnlyFans. You'd have to create a uh, a new website. We got another, oh, wait, one wait, more month wait. left. One more month left. Make wait, 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 wait. Let's be clear. I thought it said it took away porn. Not explicit sexual explicit, yep. explicit sexual uh, content nudity. or whatever yeah yep at, nudity is part of that so yep already already have trust me i woke up this morning and i scroll through like you know instagram you know on my on my model page and i'm like looking at all my my model friends that, that are like hey fuck oh, fans only they want to take out the nudity go to my new website and check me out all exclusive yeah. and i'm like okay we upgraded like, yes. we got websites now like support small businesses Yep. <laughs> uh, sure. I too woke up scrolling through Yaz's model friends, uh, <laughs> looking and uh, one. Not nah, just kidding, uh, but yeah, man, I thought that was pretty dope. I mean, once again, we not only attended con, and I, my favorite part is frankly geeking out over the costumes, looking at the cosplay, uh, being able to visit the comic book shops, re-upping on comic books. Um, you know, and getting, you know, a little bit of merchandise, but just seeing the costumes was crazy. Uh, I mean, we saw some really dope ones. I mean, we got some, a lot of them are in the group. So if you're on the, if you're in the new blurred order Facebook group, yes, of course, our faithful mm -hmm. leader in the world of marketing, um, has uploaded tens of thousands of pictures, uh, that were taken, uh, <laughs> from, from the weekend. Yeah, um, but I think I ain't gonna lie. What sparked the interest in Bruce Leroy to begin with? Was the fact that Show Nuff came to our booth? Uh, it showed up, <laughs> yeah. showed up at the booth. It was like, oh snap! 
And then it was some other dude, I think from the news or something, and his name was Leroy. And it was yeah. like, oh, what up, Leroy? He was like, oh. And then, and then Ty was like, oh, yo, Bruce Leroy. And then he was like, nah, he's here. He was like, yeah, I know. We call you. He's like, no, the real Bruce Leroy. He's yeah. actually here. He's like, what? What? For real? For real? For he real? Said, he said, hold on. He started walking immediately, and he's like pushing over like Batmans <laughs> and Supermans and stuff like that. I mean, Ty was walking around like Thanos in Infinity War, just knocking everybody <laughs> out. Yeah. Yo, went and met Bruce out. Leroy. So happy. It was the great. best part was Tyrone. This happened right after Ty was like, "Yeah, man, there's too many people around here. You <laughs> yeah. know, I'm, I'm about to head out. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know if I really should be. Here. You know, I feel like I'm gonna get sick. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't want to be around nobody no more. What, Bruce Leroy? Where? Where? <laughs> that is exactly how that shit happened. Like that, that you, 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 hit it, you, you hit it. You hit it on the nail, man. Like I was like, I was like, I'm about to go, and Tyrone was like, "Well, you know, the real Bruce Lee Royce here." I was like, "What? The real Bruce Lee Royce?" He was like, "Yeah, right over there." I was like, "Oh no, 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 no. come and show me." And he told me and look, man. Once I saw Bruce Leroy, man, I knew they was. I, I was like, "Yo, man!" Like they was, they was like, "Yeah, you, you know, you got to pay for a picture." They probably could have charged me a hundred dollars, and I probably would have still paid. It's not too late, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? We can yeah. still make that happen if you want. Um, well, what I mean, what what did he say to you again? He said, uh, uh, "You know, did he have a a, a bullet in his mouth or uh, was nah, he?" Uh, nah, we, you know, we, we it, it, the conversation really was more like you know just me thanking him. For, for what he did for the culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, and I let him know. I was like, you you are technically our first real black superhero. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, low-key, like, at, at, everybody forgot about Bruce Leroy. And Bruce Leroy was probably, at the time, the uh, uh, our most reputable black superhero. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he he actually wasn't corny. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know, once he, once he, he found out that he had the power and the glow... Bro, like you ain't want to make look. This dude was catching bullets in his teeth, <laughs> right? Like you know what I mean. Like this is yeah, man. So you know, I just we just chopped it up a little real quick, man. And he was real humble. Uh, you know, I asked him about his uh his martial arts, and and he said he he was doing martial arts since he was a kid. So he really is about that life. And he was like, you know, you know, I'm just real. He was just like, you know, like I I ain't with all that tough guy stuff and nothing like that. But you know, come this way, just know it's real. <laughs> but, but, but yo, all right. So, can we break some news real quick? Because if I'm not mistaken, he may or may not have mentioned. You may or may not have brought up the topic of Last Dragon too. Yes. Um, and he may or may not have given you some unsolicited insight into Last Dragon two. Am I right, uh, Ty? Well, well, he uh, he did, in fact. Uh, now the may or may not is whether it is true uh now the as far as what he told me when i when i mentioned i was like yo you know how they really need to do a reboot he immediately as soon as i said that said oh it's it's coming and he said then he was like pandemic so there must have been some type of delay or whatever but i guess there's there's rumblings about it and i hey i'm here for it man yo so last dragon two Oh, starring Jaden Smith. No. He was already he was already what he was already a karate kid. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, let's just keep the By that time he'll be too old when the movie comes out to be 
be too tall, you know, like her <laughs> thing happens, you know. You don't want to see Last Dragon. You want to see Bruce Leroy in a kilt uh, <laughs> walking, walking down the streets of the Bronx? No. So you're you're thinking like, kilt? wait, are, you, are we talking about how to train your Last Dragon? Is that what's happening now? <laughs> Hey, we actually did we we did see the how to train your dragon like family actually the we dad did. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. you know we had uh we had the daughter and um the son actually at our booth so if you guys didn't miss that definitely check it out um it's on our Facebook page it was super dope to meet them they were amazing in costume yeah Yes, yes. And do us a favor. Um, if you do know where the link tree is, hit the link tree. And if you have pleasant moments of your cons, if you were at MegaCon, mm-hmm. send us a message, send us some pics. We want to talk more. We want to gotta try to get a little more interactive with the during the week, you know what I'm saying, stuff as well. So whoever it is, is if you did go to MegaCon, if you're in the group, drop them pics. Let us know if you stopped by. There were a few folks that did drop and tag us in the yep. photos because they came out and they seen us at the booth which was surreal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was weird sometimes because I felt like yes, would get fans that would come up and be like, it's you. It's it's you. You're you're yes. And we'd be like, yeah. And I, me and Tyrone would be in the back like, all right, do they know that? No. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, yeah, it's really you. Like, you know, it was just like, all right, you know, that's, that's what's up. But now, nah, I mean, obviously, we know why. And plus, one thing that y'all don't realize that we'll talk about real quick before we get into the what ifs and what if uh, uh, episode two is that Yaz single handedly held down this entire MegaCon merch wise, uh, sales wise, like everything from head to toe, from A to Z. Like, Yaz did not let a person go by without stopping them and making sure that they knew that not only we existed, but it was, she asked if they were like in the podcast, you know, it was funny. She asked every, like she had, she, she had a few different pitches, right? Like one of them was like, Hey guys, you guys like podcasts? And then they'd be like, no, but like, well, what if it was a nerdy podcast? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I, I guess, I guess I could. Well, Hey, check this out guys. You're going to be on this every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Remember you remember Saturday morning art cartoons? Yeah, yeah, we're the new Saturday morning cartoons, you know what I'm saying, Box? So, like, go ahead. And, like, she had, like, a whole thing, like, for every single person, she was on point. I don't know where she came up with the energy, because she was still like this, even when we got to the to the Airbnb afterwards. Like, she was still, like, lit. Like, it's tight. Look, I don't want to put nobody on blast, but we tried to calm things down afterwards, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Using aromatherapy of sorts, all right. <laughs> and nothing could slow Yaz down, bro. That was not, bro. Nope. There was nothing. There was nothing. There was there was Yaz is in like full sales mode, and we love it, man. And so, yeah. real quick, Yaz, man, we just wanted to big you up real quick. If yo, I mean, just in case you didn't know, Thanks, Yaz guys. won the week. You know what I'm saying? Like, she took <laughs> off for work. Listen, I couldn't I couldn't have done it without my confidants, okay? Like, you know, Tyrone. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Vince, you know, you guys, you guys helped out when it needed to be like, you know, I, I asked, you did it. So, you know, like yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all made the whole thing work out. It wasn't just me, it was a it's a group effort, okay? So I appreciate yeah. it. You know, y'all you y'all say that, bruh, but I'm gonna keep it real, bruh. Look, 
wasn't none of us finna talk to everybody, especially not Ty Lee. Ty Lee didn't talk to nobody. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Leroy was the only one he spoke with. He damn near didn't speak to his own wife because of COVID fears. Ty Lee was and, social uh, distancing. <laughs> and I and I I appreciate it. <laughs> he was like, yeah. he was waving. That's a good, got a good wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I, a good wave. I was air fist bumping people from afar. Like, <laughs> I don't even want like the real fist bump. But yes, man. I mean, it was crazy. Like, yes, had people. I remember the last day. I think people were coming up like, "Yo, uh, we came back to get merch. We told you we was coming back." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, like she had people checking in with her. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, where's yet? Okay, hey, yeah. I told you we would be back. And then she, <laughs> for a small second, Tyrone. It felt like she was starting to build up a, a line of groupies that was just there just to hang out oh. with Yaz. At one point, I thought, because because uh, Austin was there, too, and there was one dude, I think he was dressed up, I don't remember. Static the, the dude with the Yeah, Static Shop, who basically just stood by, like, he came back, and he was <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, so, uh, and I could tell you, because he had that tilt that, you know, I'm trying to holler tilt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had that, you know, so, uh, so, uh. How, what are the cons do you do? You know, like, um, <laughs> do you ever do like Blurred Con or like, you know, Dragon Con? You know, and then yes, it's like, well, you know, Doc, like my, 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 my fiance, Austin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, him and I like to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but it was dope, man. It was hella dope. Um, we also got to do our first panel, man. As you all can imagine, it was crazy. Um, if we can recap, um, I said, hey, guys. So the panel has to be PG, right? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so we're not necessarily supposed to curse because you know. And sure enough, when we do look up at the the, the audience that is there, which wasn't a huge, it wasn't huge. It was you know a few dozen people, few few dozen. Um, but uh, what the on the first row is a young boy, must have been about five or six, <laughs> you know, with his dad who was dressed up as I think it was Deadpool. Deadpool. Yep. And uh, and yes, uh, of course, in in true sailor fashion, uh, <laughs> to simply obliterate all uh, uh, clean uh, uh, <laughs> show uh, prospects by being like, "Look, the fuck, dog!" Like, I mean, you know, and I mean, she just she let go. Now it was hilarious. It was hilarious. I don't yeah. think that Deadpool was offended, but I do think that he was like, uh. <laughs> All right, I didn't know there was going to be, you know, words. Everybody else didn't give a fuck. Once we got rid of, I don't want to say once we got rid of, but once Deadpool and them left, it was all no hoes barred. But we had our panel, and how cool was that, bro? I don't know if anybody here came to the panel. I think Lisa, Lisa actually showed up to the panel. Lisa I don't know if she's up. here yeah. today. Uh, we got, we got Chase here? and Miranda Smith checking in. It looks like we met them at the con. I don't know if they were at the panel or not, or if they just came to the table. I feel like they might have been at the panel. But, yeah, it's cool to see y'all checking in, uh, especially since we just met this, you know, past weekend at MegaCon. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Oh, so they great. were there. At the, they were there. At the ah, see, yeah. there. We grow one viewer at a time, man. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you being there. Yes, appreciate you being appreciate here. you guys coming okay, by. Nice, nice. Nice. I remember you guys. What is up? Yeah. It was a no, great weekend with you guys. Go ahead, Lisa. Don't worry, I will get you that shirt. I'm sorry the the website had to be delayed another day. It will be up on Monday. 
I'm having technical difficulties with my uh, my my designer, so I, I I will make sure it is done, and you will get your merch. I promise. Okay. That's yeah. Speak for I'm about to choke somebody. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to get on a plane legit and find this person, and we're like going to have to have words and face, like face to face, because I can't I can't convey my feelings over like you know text, you know, in the computer. Yeah. So. Thank but I'll get you guys your merch. Don't worry. I promise it will it will be available very, very soon. Okay, just give me a couple more days. I'm so so sorry for the delay. Oh, let's let's ye believe that Yaz is only doing one shirt order. Uh Yaz is on demand. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uncomfortably, if we may say so. It's yeah. to the point where we gotta sell folks like, look, bruh, calm down. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's on the way. All right. It's this coming. is you know, we don't get paid extra for doing no. things. To your, you know, customized for you. <laughs> so we haven't even gotten that part figured out yet. Um, but yeah, it was dope, man. One time for the purple elf was that Miranda mm-hmm. yep. and Miranda and Chase. And Chase. Yep. Yo, good looking out for y'all. Yeah, they were yo, they were on my side. I think when it came mm-hmm. down to the the Toby Maguire being one of the best Peter Parkers, but they were the only ones. Everybody else was like, boo. Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, I was like, all right, man, calm down. Man. I hope they're sitting there, and I hope they're right now. They're typing, "No, we weren't. Don't put that on us." I hope you were, man. I hope you, anyway, anyway, they were a delight to have. There were so many folks that were in there. That, that I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, if you look at the front of that booth, that's the level of organization that we pretty much had. Uh, it was done last minute uh, in terms of getting everything together. I got I had to put you see like this the the charger for the phone, the speaker, which we played some music. Uh, we had a we had a, we had a, a projector uh, uh, screen. I mean, I, I found. I mean, of course, these are things that you typically will see at a at a panel. But it was just dope as hell to look out and 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 like I said before, I move on a couple a couple of highlights of this panel. Uh, first of all, that people showed up because I was convinced. That was nobody gonna show up, bro. I was like, "Hold up, man! This shit is on Saturday at 11 a.m. in a room that nobody knows where it's at." Yeah, we're gonna be talking to each other. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're probably gonna have to go live. But sure enough, I think it was about 30 folks, maybe uh, somewhere around somewhere yeah, between was... 25 and 30, 35, something like that. Now, 30 folks sounds like it's great. I mean, it was a room that seated 500. But yeah, it's <laughs> at least five hundred. At least, yeah. But what to be honest, to be honest, to be honest, Vince, man, listen. If you would have gave me probably four hundred and seventy more bottles of nipple cream, I probably because <laughs> I, I was outside the door. That's what. That's why I was late. Just to be honest, that's kind of why I was late. Is because I was outside. You know, running around grabbing people, and I was letting them know if they came to our panel, they <laughs> a free bottle of fence nipple cream. No, all right, all right, okay. And, and they, 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 yeah. So next time, let's just come with more nipple cream. So nipple nipple cream's the answer, my friend. All right. All right so for cool. for those who are who are just new to this whole nipple cream thing, um, if you if you watched. <laughs> Um, our live panel um, on Instagram. I, I'm sorry, I was half asleep, guys. I forgot to uh, push the Facebook um, live on that one instead of Instagram one. Um, but if you watched on Saturday, um, we actually were talking about nipple cream and uh, how um, it works and all that good jazz and everything. So that is why uh, we're mentioning it right now. But um, I actually also got a heads up that we were actually um, 
We were mentioned on Spectrum TV for our podcast at MegaCon this weekend. I've been trying to, like, I've been trying to look it up, but my mom texted me on Monday and she was like, "Hey, your cousin saw you guys on Spectrum TV." She's like, "Hit her up." And like, yeah, I've just been kind of in a daze, so I forgot to do that. But yeah, she I was I've been trying to like Google it, but I mean, I haven't Obviously, if you Google us, you know, yo, it's right. really cool how much shit pops up with us and our name on it. <laughs> it's really, really cool. But uh, I, I haven't been able to find the actual, like, you know, the the pop-up or anything like that that actually, like, she saw. So I'll definitely have to hit her up and uh, find that. But anyone who did see it or has Spectrum TV and watches it, if you find us on there, please, like, screenshot it or take a video or something so we can kind of see, like, what, what it mentioned yeah. about us. Because that is super freaking awesome. Um, Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah, Yo, so so you saying we was mentioned on Spectrum TV? On Spectrum and TV, still that's what's up, man. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. Look at that. And it probably was we like, even, yes, it. we don't even know when we're on TV. We're like, yeah, we're probably on TV, right. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess yeah, I guess they were like doing um because the, the Orlando Tribune has been doing like tidbits on MegaCon all weekend long. So that's how I even knew that there was going to be a Stanley look like. Remember, I grabbed him at a whole bunch of you know what I'm saying. We we stopped the crowd <laughs> oh, for them wow. to take a picture of Stanley in front of our in front of our booth. Like it was that serious. I was like Stanley, and like he like came back. <laughs> he came back and was like, hey. I was like, oh my god. I was like. Dude, I read an article that you were here this morning. He was like, you did? I was like, yeah, it was in the Orlando <laughs> Tribune. And he, I was telling him all about it. And he was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for letting me know this. I was like, okay, the real reason I stopped you was, can I take a picture, please? He was like, hell yeah. Uh, He's like, mask on or off? He, and then I was like looking at him. I was like, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're comfortable with. This man said. Yo, bruh, that Stan Lee looked perfect, bruh. Right. Yeah, I'm going to try to get a, get a picture of him on here if, if we can. But. The dude looked exactly like Stanley. But here's what here's what I took away from that experience, real quick, guys. The fact that this dude looked like Stan Lee, I mean, naturally, meant that he was like probably what in his 70s? What would you say? 70s, maybe? 60s? I would, yeah, I would like say that? he's like maybe in his his mid to early 70s. Right. Mid to early 70s. You hear me? And he's at Megacon cosplaying. Mm-hmm. You oh, yeah, see what I'm saying? Like, how dope is that? Like he's still up there. Let's just say he's up there at age or whatever. But he at the at, at, at the in the latter half of his life, and I hate to speak so morbidly, but I mean let's just keep it real. I mean, the latter half of his life, he's out there in full on cosplay at a con, bro. Like, are you feeling my drift right here? Like, how dope is I mean, am I tripping or is that like dope as hell that I have to look I have that to look forward to? Like, you know, with this culture, you can still enjoy yourself. There's no ageism. You know what I'm saying? You are who you are wherever, whenever you are, even when you're at the tender age of 70-something. Yeah, looking at you're killing looking it. You're looking exactly like Stan. Like, tell me this dude don't look exactly <laughs> like Stan Libra. Like, I, for real. I feel you, though. And and I think that's that's one of the best things about the con. And the best thing the best thing about nerd culture, period, is that, like, it's it's the most diverse crowd of people. Right. That you will ever see in your life, like whether it's age or gender or race or whatever else is the most diverse crowd of people. Everybody just like super happy with what they're doing at the moment and just feeling love and feeling excitement. It's cool as hell. So, yeah, I would understand why at 70, you know, something years old, this dude's still coming back, still dressing up, smiling that big. Look how perfect he looks. Like, I just I couldn't get over it. And like, I just want to give myself and my Android real quick, my shitty Android, like the credit <laughs> it deserves. Okay. Like, look how perfect he looks and look how blurred out everyone else looks. Like, hell yeah, Android. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, but just to, to Tyrone's point, I mean, uh, let's flip from there, right, with Stan Lee uh, to now this young group of nerds yes. uh, led by my daughter right there, if you see her in the middle, uh, Kiera, who's a popular character from My Hero Academia, if you can't tell who she is, uh, surrounded by the Teen Titans with uh, one large picture of Yaz in the background, uh, Tyrone's face, and, of course, <laughs> uh, your boy Austin. Looking, Look at Austin uh, with the photo bomb, like, straight <laughs> up, okay? He, he, he was like, I'm going to be on the New Lord Order, damn it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> He's like, I'm part yeah, of the man. crew. Don't don't forget. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is, man. He, it, so yeah, these two, is. actually, the Teen Titans are actual wrestlers in Orlando. So if you guys actually are like, you know, interested in seeing them, um, they're on Instagram. They're super cool people. Definitely check them out. Um, God, let me look up what their name is real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They were wrestlers too. Yeah, both yeah, of them are wrestlers cool. in Orlando. Actually, like they they wrestle with like this uh this girl I actually have modeled with. So like super dope. Oh. Yeah, a okay. lot of uh, a, a lot of cross pollination of of different like you know different groups doing different things you know wrestlers and different podcasters and people with shows and comedians like we were running into all kinds of people yeah uh, you know who are doing similar job. stuff it was it was really cool it was you know even between the uh, the vendors we got to shout out our neighbors by the way because uh, oh, we were all like first time oh you know, my god uh, yes. con uh, vendors or whatever. Yeah. And we had cool neighbors to either side. We had uh, uh, Murphy from Murphy. Uh, Merc Comics, and 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 she was she was a, a creator and a writer of a comic, and she helped us immensely. And on the other side, we had a game accessories uh, uh, company, and the dude uh, was helping us back and forth, hooked us up with some products that we're testing out and stuff. So it was a it was a good experience, man. We exactly. made a lot of friends, uh, had a good time, and just man, it was it was so positive. Yeah, just the positivity. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um. One of the uh, one of the the, the, uh, the things we did as well was we we tried to cosplay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I jumped on. Uh, this is a uh, Tyrone's shields and my Miles Morales. It worked out for a little bit. One of yeah. my favorite costumes we saw was Chef, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a current <laughs> character like this. The motherfucker is Chef. <laughs> I want to make love to you, baby. <laughs> Lay her down by the... Hello, children. He's, and that's a, like you was going around saying hello, children. <laughs> 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 to the children. Hello, children. Yeah, killing it. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's how you do... Co- that's another one of the things I like about cosplay is I mean, uh, about Khan, especially Megacon, is that you don't have to go as Sam Wilson. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You don't. You don't have to be uh, uh, freaking. I mean, freaking old boy was show enough. I mean, how old is, <laughs> yeah. is Last Dragon? You know what I'm saying? So, do you remember? Do you remember the Black Ivy? I was like trying to figure out his outfit like for a while. I was like, okay, he's got. Vines. Oh, the poison ivy do with dreads. Yeah, and stuff I was like, like that. yeah, because uh, I was like looking at him, and people were like, "Can I take a picture of him?" And I was like, "Are you like?" The dude version of Poison Ivy, and he's like, yeah. And I was just like, okay, but she wore. <laughs> You're in underwear, yeah. like mine. So I, I, I was just like, I was like trying to figure him out for a minute, like, and he was watching me, looking at him too, like, what the fuck is he? Like, <laughs> oh, he was, he was at home, like, what costume will allow me to wear my drawers? For I'm sure. just hundred percent. No, he's just like he's just like standing there too, just like. Yeah, you know, like I was just like, man, this guy's great. This guy's fucking. I love his. I love his uh, self esteem, bro. He's killing it. You know. Yeah, yeah. There were de- there were definitely there were some dudes in there that looked like some. Well, I mean, I hate to use this word and give the media permission to to label us, but that looked like some stone cold thugs. There's some dudes that looked like they was waiting for you in the parking lot, 
that were in full Cinderella dresses. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, gen- yeah. That's, it was funny because I remember there was, there was a moment where, because, uh, you know, I don't know how often there was some con participation before, but there was a moment where people were like, all right. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cross dressing happening, and I was like, yeah, no, gender bending is a very popular yeah, right. part of cosplay. It's like a it's a it's a thing. It's like people, you know, you, you see it both ways. It's it's a lot of fun, uh, and it's another part of the con that I was like, this is just cool. Everybody's just doing whatever the hell they want to, and yeah. enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah, it well, was cool. He had the male Scarlet Witch, remember? Yeah, yeah. he said oh, he yeah. Was oh, yeah. yeah, he, he killed that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, called him Mitch. That, yeah. uh, we called him, I think it was uh, right? <laughs> Scarlet Mitch, yeah, or uh, he, he was, Yo, he was Bijan too. Okay, let's that not forget, Bijan was hilarious. Okay, so that yeah. Bijan was great. Black Thor was featured in Megacon's video for 2021, like his black, like Thor costume. Oh, I, uh, I, I saw it, yeah, I saw it the other day and I, I sent it to him on um, on Instagram. I was like, bro. You're on the fucking, you're on the trailer for fucking 2021. He was like, no way. I was like, and you were slamming that hammer, my man. He was like, no. <laughs> so he, he checked hammer. it out. He was like, thank you so much. He was like, oh my God, this is the coolest oh thing God. ever. He's he's a, he's a podcaster too. So he was, oh my God, he's awesome. I freaking love that guy. Dominic oh yeah, he was a podcaster. Cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we ran into a uh, ran into a drag queen who was dressed as uh, as Winnie from uh, oh, dude, from Hocus Pocus. Yes. Yeah, she and killed it with her eyes. Yeah, yeah, oh she was killing. God. And and uh, it was yeah, it's Austin and I were walking out, and and this drag queen, she was hilarious. Just like just <laughs> the whole time, it was like she was she had just not turned it off. Like That's... it was it was like getting a show on the way out. She was great. Look, great. I, we should have taken a picture, but I was just like. I was like, yeah. Oh, I got a picture of her. Please let this person go to their car. So, okay, good. Yeah, you gonna have to share that. Picture I got a picture of her like, when she came in because I saw I, we, we were walking and I saw her when she was inside the con. I was like, I, mm-hmm. like first thing she came in, she came right by. But I was like, honey, oh no. I was like, please stop. <laughs> I, I got a picture. And she was like, I was like, your beard, damn, you are killing this shit right now. I was yep. like, oh girl, your eyebrows. Oh my God. Yeah. No, oh, I got wow. a picture of her when she came in and she was like in her prime. That's why it was so funny when we were leaving and we saw her. That's why I just kept talking to her. Cause I was like, yo, this, this fucking, this, 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 this person is awesome. I just, I want to be friends with them. And I actually follow her on Instagram now and she's a boss. Oh okay. yeah. And, and shout out to all the cosplayers who uh, left the cosplay looking like they did when they arrived. I don't know how right? you did it, but you did it. And congratulations. Cause damn, like, I don't know how y'all spent. I spent, that those hours in jeans and a t-shirt and look like I had been in a fight. <laughs> well, we, yeah. we we spent like 12 hour days on our, on our feet nonstop. You were <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I understand why, you know, we look the way we did coming in and out, you know, so it's okay. <laughs> this dude gets my, we should yes. have been awards because this dude definitely gets my award for the most creative, one of Absolutely. the most creative costumes. I mean, who would have thought about doing vision from the memes from vision? Like, that's hilarious, and I think that that's the type of stuff we were seeing out there, man. And that was great. It wasn't even uncommon. Like that's what it was. So mm-hmm. uh, one time for MegaCon 2021, we came, yes. we saw, we conquered, we learned mm-hmm. uh, many things. Um, yeah, it was a learning experience, but it was a ple- it was a pleasant and positive one. For sure. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can do it again. And um, next time, hopefully not as much of a concern about airborne diseases uh because that kind of took away from the enjoyment i ain't gonna lie like we normally see people in masks and cosplay but Mm -hmm. there were mask police at megacon (laughs) so if you're if you're one of these guys you know somebody hey (laughs) get that thing up 
You know what I'm saying? It's, that thing's got to be over, over the nose, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, this year I went uh, as – well, I, I got to give my daughter some love real quick, man. My do- I went as a tick from Lovecraft Country. Uh, I didn't even see that the project was there to take our pictures, but I did get a good shot of my young one. Yes. This is her on the left-hand side um, going as Topsy and uh, from Topsy and Bopsy from the Lovecraft Country show. Uh, she she definitely took the character serious, but yeah. it mm-hmm. was a grueling pose. So I yeah. think he did this pose like two or three times. I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Because I think it, <laughs> I think it makes her head hurt. But um, she did her thing there. So one time for my little one, my oldest used to be my my uh, my uh go-to when it comes to doing the outfits. But I, she's getting a little grown and, you know, her man is taking her away from me. And <laughs> it is. Um, as, as I saw, as I said before, also, I did the cosplay thing with with uh, with with uh, with with Miles Morales. I usually I, I also had my Black Panther outfit. I didn't end up dressing up as Black Panther, but I thought that it was interesting because Black Panther ended up becoming a theme for the week. If you all recall, um, Tyrone was talking about how Black Panther was recently released on that new Avengers game. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're literally playing Avengers on Tuesday. Black Panther was released on the Avengers mm-hmm. PlayStation game. If you're, if I mean, because that's it's, it's 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 exclusively a PlayStation, right? Oh no, it's, it's all platforms. I was gonna say, I think it's all platforms. Yeah. Okay, so it was on that. Um, so Ty, Tyrone, and I, we geeked out on on Black Panther on that, mm-hmm. and then obviously, as we discussed at the header of the show, on two on we were pleasantly, I don't know if it was a surprise or not. Pleasantly given a episode all about none other than T'Challa himself, mm-hmm. voiced by none other than Mr. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman himself. And the episode was frankly dope as fuck. It was tear jerking. I was thinking uh, you cried. Like, I cried a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Like it was, it was, it was a hard one to watch. If you had any, if you, if you like Chadwick Boseman, bro, mm-hmm. like this shit brings back some really sore memories uh, about how dope of a motherfucker he was, how good his accent was. I mean, because you can hear, even though it's not even him, right? You could hear his accent, um, and you knew that it was like you know Chadwick Boseman that was voicing him, man. So Tyrone, I mean, excuse me, well. Yes, I was going with yes. Yes, I'm assuming you saw the episode, right? I definitely did. Yes. What, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, anything stand out to you? You typically break these down pretty cool. Right? I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I really I really loved how like this twist was on this story. Um, I liked how he was Star Lord. You know, instead of yeah. uh, you know his his mom dying. You know what I'm saying? And his or you know his family like dying. You know, and uh and all that. Like he just wanted to explore and escape. You know what I'm saying? And he right. ran away to find the you know, his, 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 what he called was his universe, you know, and he found Yondu and became Star-Lord. So, I mean, I, I thought it was cool. I also love the fact that, you know, the respect that Star-Lord wanted and never got, he automatically was, it was, it was like, it was automatically <laughs> like a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, oh, Star-Lord. Oh, and he's like, eh, no, you know, and I liked, I liked that they kept, you know, his humbleness about Chadwick Boseman, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, him being the Black Panther, you know what I mean? I I, I loved that. So I liked how they just combined those two things, you know, and like they, they had a twist of their own on them. So I thought it was really good. And I, I liked how 
you know, the ending was where, you know, he came, he, he found, you know, like that missing ship and everything and he came back home. So, I mean, I, I love the story behind the, the story. So I, I really enjoyed what, what Marvel's doing with these, these twists on all these like different stories that we already know and love. Mm -hmm. I I'm totally digging the vibes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yo, bad tie. <clears throat> you saw it, right? Yeah, of course. Well, what, what you thought? I think, um, Marvel paid homage. I think they, they, you know, when they did the what if and they they switched him over to Star Lord, they changed everything. They was like, um, you know, his whole uh, journey throughout the universe is to help people. You know what I mean? Like, that's his thing. He wants to help, and and you know, and it, and it just it just further, you know, speaks to how they felt about Chadwick, how they viewed Chadwick. And just, you know, they wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm sure when they did this episode, they took a lot of care uh, in how, um, you know, they 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 put it out, even though I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, did he because of his voice was used? Did he uh, do this before he died? Yeah. Yes. This was his uh, last. It would have been it would have been impressive if he did it after he died. <laughs> You know what? You're right. Yo, hey, hey, yeah, it makes sense. And that was funny as hell. Uh, okay, I guess I, yeah, I said that wrong. What I meant to say, I, I, wondered, I wondered if maybe that they, like, what I was basically saying was, so when it, hey, that's funny. Yeah, like, if, I, I feel what you're saying. I know. I, I had to, you know me, I have to take yeah, it. You have, I have to take the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think what you're saying is like, did they, basically, did it, <laughs> I always wondered. <laughs> right now oh yeah. my god he's making me yeah. laugh harder than i was yeah, that was yeah. you got me you definitely got me so, yeah, but, uh, but yeah we wondered like you know who, who knew and and when did they know and stuff like that so was you know and i think uh they there was an article and they talked about it and somebody had a quote where they were like uh chabik wanted to get every opportunity to put T'Challa out there. And this was, he knew this was going to be one of his last opportunities. So it sounds like they were very aware of what was coming down the road for him. And they, you know, use this as an opportunity to, you know, create a beautiful story. And, uh, and you know, not just for Black Panther, obviously, but for, for Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so does that answer your question, Todd? Well, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, the reason I said that, but the reason I said that is because it, like, th throughout, you see that they were kind of, um, Everything was pointing to Shuri taking over. Mm -hmm. oh, that's, why, that's why I was like, you know, like, was you know, how did they, you know, did they splice stuff together and 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 do it like that? Because it seems as though, you know, as the story went on, it just kind of made it made it seem like they were just kind of paying homage to just him. Well, I mean, it didn't seem. I mean, I, it felt like to me, I got more of a. The, the, first of all, this episode was. The, and this just uh, again, I, I hate to you know do the the Marvel dick riding every week, but this is once again speaks to the genius. This show was put together, written, and everything before he even announced. Before he knew he had cancer, like this yeah. was this this saga was made so long ago. Like this is before we were talking about Loki and you know, these are the brand. Like the, the the central theme of this this show, this episode was. The uh the Avengers uh Infinity War, right? Like that basically 
that if if you took if you if you could take a step back and look at when it was written mm-hmm. obviously it was meant to kind of dispel the whole structure of your mind and how things work i mean for god's sake thanos was on their side you know what i'm saying uh the collector was the big enemy so yep. in that time frame that's what they're focusing on the most right so at this point in time this is when they're developing the story which is more than likely when they did drop when they did all of these voiceovers for it um and in that timeline they had they managed to write in that shuri you know is going to be one of the future black panthers now if we're speaking from a comic book standpoint that's nothing new because we already knew that in the comics that that's already what happened so Mm. i don't know if this is much this is something that happens because of chadwick's unfortunate demise or if it's just them leaning into the comics as marvel tends to do you know what i'm saying so i don't know tyleen i mean tyrone you saw it obviously uh, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts, man? I mean, what, what, what stood out to you? What, what you dig about it? If anything? No, I think, uh, what, what stood out to me is, is how carefully crafted these stories are. Like, they're not just like, Hey, let's take T'Challa and put him in star Lord's outfit and see what kind of fun happens. Like they're, right. you know, they're building, it, it's almost like there was, there were several movies that had already built this character and, and his reputation and his, uh, you know, his kind of fingerprints on the universe. Cause you know, it's these, the choices that he made, is what made this version of Star Lord so revered amongst the people of the universe. Like, uh, you know, uh, I forgot uh, the guy's name, but when when he first encounters uh, Star Lord getting the orb, you know, he was geeked out. He was so happy to yeah, see him. He was. But like, but because he was like this Robin Hood kind of character, mm-hmm. you know, right. uh, helping out people around around the universe, and it's it just kind of goes to show that uh, that it, there there are parallels, but then there are also parts where this person's character and this person's uh, integrity and stuff shine through. Uh, Peter Quill wanted to be known just as kind of like a badass, and he wanted to be known as a as an outlaw and that kind of stuff. Uh, he wanted to be known. Uh, right. T'Challa wanted to help, and he was known because of that. And it's those kind of parallels that they draw, and, and those kind of distinctions that really, really uh, give these things the life that pops out on screen. Uh, it was. It, they're fantastic. I'm having such a good time with this What If series. I, I, I didn't think I was going. I knew I was going to enjoy it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it this much. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to enjoy it. Honestly, I was a little nervous. I mean, I, I, I think I'm starting to, to become the the panel skeptic. Um, <laughs> you think? I, I, I mean, I, it wasn't. I, it was something about it that made me a little nervous. I was like, what exactly is they doing with this? Like. You know, because once you start putting these things out in the universe, you start de- de- creating a demand for, you know, these type of stories on this big screen. But they're mm-hmm. supposed to be fictitious. Like the whole aspect of it is this is the watcher watching different timelines span, uh, you know, like like pan out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's giving us his depiction of it. And, and But that's not going to translate on the movie. But now I'm sitting there and I'm like, holy shit, like Thanos is cool as fuck. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, you know, and I'm like, uh, damn, well, look. Look what happens when they give a nebula a little bit of a, you know, maybe a little wig or something, you know what I'm saying? Put it on there and make it look a little sick, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, okay, I see what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I ain't mad. They even look like at some point, I don't know if y'all got these vibes, but I got, I got, I got like, you know, Nebula and uh, T'Challa had linked up vibes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I should call him Cha-Cha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what's up with that, man? I don't, there I don't there know. was some will they won't they going on there, and I, mm-hmm. and I liked it. I, I was like, okay, this is this is a, a cool thing because you know Nebula is has always been a badass character. So, I, I mean, the 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 bad part is like we're not gonna get 
another one of these stories anytime exactly. soon. So we just kind of have to leave it where it is and and wonder and hope and speculate, which is part of the fun. But like, I would love to see more T'Challa Star Lord. I mean, I would watch I would watch an entire T'Challa Star Lord series. I'd probably sure. watch a, an entire Peggy Carter Captain Brit or Captain uh, Carter series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they yeah. they giving us more shit than we have time to watch and i love it yeah you would watch a whole Car captain carter series yeah yeah, that yeah 100 i would absolutely watch that absolutely yeah i'm down oh, okay all right all right i mean i, I even though it, so you know, it, it, even though it was kind of weird like the whole love relationship that she had with uh Steve Rogers, who uh, looked like a microphone stand. What was uh, wrong with it? She just got like superhuman strength and she was all I buffed up and juiced up. You know, it's only different. She just got some juice. You know what I'm saying? That's the only yeah, difference. That's what Vince has a problem with is, is yeah. a strong uh, woman. You've seen Norbit. Um, so, I have hey. seen Norbit, yeah. but that, that shit is different, though. That bitch was like five times the size of him. Okay, not double. All right, all right. I diverse. I digress. Uh, have you seen? Uh, don't be a menace while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> yeah, you need, like that's what you need. Like, I think because Steve Rogers got heart. Like, like, come on, baby girl, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, just the bubbles, you know what I'm saying? Just you know what I'm saying? I don't know when I drink, I get a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I was picturing. With, oh, with that's hilarious. I mean, obviously, you know what I'm saying? It happened, happened, but I, I, but but yeah, look, Captain Carter's episode hella dope um i i don't it's actually was a little weird because i felt like they left it with a with a tiny bit of a cliffhanger so i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know if i like cliffhangers on made-up stories that we won't get any follow-up on but uh but, well, but all it, these but stories it, are made up just so you know just want to be clear oh uh, well yeah i up. mean that aren't necessarily central to the thing <laughs> that has already been developed tyrone you ain't, you ain't i had to get you i had to get you because you enjoyed tyleem too I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming that Peggy did this when she was alive. Um, but 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 yeah, but I mean, because at the end, I mean, they basically brought her to, you know, to the future where Nick Fury was. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like it's 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 a it's a believable scenario where you could be like, oh, snap, maybe Peggy Carter was plucked from, you know, this timeline is now, you know, in, in this world of Avengers in which we're trying to fight off Loki, you know, and we just had the Battle of New York. So I, I could see that happening, but with with this particular episode, it I mean it 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 sucks so bad because you're like holy shit like there's 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 our guy there's there's the child man there he is he sounds like himself he, you can hear like you know the, the the accent for the last time and like you said Tyrone it was basically uh, uh, written that he wanted to get as many projects out there with Black Panther on it as possible mm -hmm. but I do have to say if anybody stole the show. For me, it was one Howard the Duck uh, <laughs> who made his appearance playing in What If. And I, frankly, am now geeked up like fuck about the potential for Howard the Duck to be included in more Marvel series or for more sure. Marvel projects. I don't know what, I don't know why, if they haven't already started developing something, why they haven't already announced it, because I can't see Howard the Duck being rebooted and not being dope as hell. Now, I don't know about y'all. I know I think we've talked about this before, but I hope there is no Howard the Duck bullshit, no slander about the Howard the Duck original movies on this panel because let's just keep it real. It was one of our first superhero movies. We didn't even know what Marvel was, and it was dope. It was rated R. It was rated R too, wasn't yeah, it? It was rated R. Was it rated R? Yeah. yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, he was trying to get some of that ducktail. Yeah. It was my first time seeing duck tit. I did see a duck, 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 duck tits. Woo! Uh, in this episode. <laughs> Uh, and and I, I mean, this is quite the transition, right? To go from Ninja Turtle Howard to CGI MCU Howard. And I think that they could go a long way with Howard the Duck, man. I don't know about y'all, but yeah, yes, did you, you saw Howard the Duck. Did you see it when you was like younger? I mean, yeah, I definitely saw it when I was younger for sure. All right, hold on. Let me, let me pre butt Tyrone because I know what he's going to say. You know, obviously, whenever she saw it, <laughs> she was younger than she was today. Technically, uh, you're younger. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. So I know it's no, no, I'm no, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm not, I'm not gonna stop. I'm absolutely not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. No, don't stop. Don't stop. No, do, you, I would, do you think we should do you think that we should explore this? Because now originally when I was thinking of a Howard the Duck reboot, I was like, okay, we get to go into that same universe. Howard's got to, you know, find how it is he got here, how he gets back, how he keeps the dead the bad guys from coming over. But now with this episode, I'm more like, well, shoot, Howard the Duck is a part of the MCU. He could actually be, mm-hmm. you know, like a fifth member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He could, he could like have Rocket as one yeah. of his counterparts. Like he, like he's now like embedded in this universe, and we could use any of these characters, man. And yeah. I, well, uh, he, he yeah, has shown up in a few movies already. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just like you know, little brief little moments or whatever. And, and I think you're right with Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he would make a perfect kind of like recurring character in Guardians of the Galaxy movies, or in yeah. that you know that kind of like cosmic uh, space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get a Howard the Duck movie, maybe a series or something. But I, I would love to see him as a recurring character who, like, you know, who just shows up in random movies and gives us some moments of greatness, and then you know is just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna go do my thing now, just like he did in this What If episode. Like he was just like he was there for a little bit. He helped out, and then he was like, okay, I'll see you later. Yeah, he's he's becoming a, a a character Easter egg. Uh, yeah. he's, he's not even like he never he, he he doesn't have any real significance i mean you could argue that he has some significance in this one as he you know he helped the child uh mm-hmm. find a, a certain room or whatever but he's starting to just be kind of like uh uh he's he's like the new stan lee a little bit you know what i'm saying where he gets a quick cameo and we're like oh shit you know we're doing the leo dicaprio face you know and then and then and then that's it but i i, <laughs> I would like to see more by the way, another one of those cosplays that we saw that that you need to check out in the group is the cosplay of um, old boy from Invincible. Uh, oh, holy shit. Yes. yeah, that was that dude. We actually got we, we got um, we got mm, Omni Man yeah. and we got Invincible. We got both of oh, them. Oh, bro, the I didn't Omni-Man. get them together unfortunately, right. but I got both of them. Yo, but the Omni Man looked he like did. literally he as said, if I was like, that? oh shit. <laughs> Bro, so that great. movie Cool World, where like the ad, the 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 cool cartoons world. became wow. human versions of like Omni-Man looked like he was like he was a human version of his of his animated self. But so, I don't know, man. Go ahead. Did you guys see the Tony Stark lookalike? No. Oh but- my god. Okay, so make sure make sure you look in the group. Also, um, the Tony Stark lookalike he was phenomenal like it was so scary i was i was standing in line and uh austin you know he's taller than me so he like saw him over people and he was like babe babe tony stark is right there and i was like (laughs) and i turned around and immediately i like looked and i was like yo what the heck like he really it looked like he just got up put a suit on put the little hand on came out 
Legit. Oh, wow. Like he was yeah. like, and, and like just like comb his hair over a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. <laughs> like put some gel in it. Done. I made this man so like I know I made his his like him so mad because like I was like, yo, Tony, can I get a picture with you? After I did that, like eight people was like, Tony, please, please. And uh, he was trying to eat. Yeah. He was trying to eat his chips. So. She left out the part where uh, where he was actually at the urinal at the time. Yeah, she chased him <laughs> into the bathroom. <laughs> and... <laughs> I accidentally walk into the guy's bathroom and then turn right back around. But no, I did not follow no went into no bathroom yeah this dude was like watching me too he like he told me he watched like five women walk into the bathroom and i'm like and you didn't say anything because because he's tony stark uh billionaire playboy it it was like some random dude he's just like sitting by the bathroom like just watching women like walk in and then realize that's the men bathroom and then come out and i'm like you didn't say shit the fuck hell no i would have well, I watched this woman walk in and I didn't see her come back out, but I came back out. Like she came in and then like kept going. And I, I came in and I was like, well, this is a Jude's bathroom. I was calling the chicken here. Like what the hell is going on? Like I just, I kept going like to find the girl's bathroom. It was, it was weird. Well, one thing that I was taught, one thing that I was taught uh, via uh, uh, Tyrone is that at, at MegaCon, you cannot uh, assume that anyone is a specific gender. So you <laughs> have to assume that whatever they, whatever they got going on is what they got going on so that's, sure. that's, that's why that's why i let probably I, why he didn't go in and I walked out that's probably why you didn't see that uh, you know you're like i followed this chicken to the bathroom it very well may not have been a uh, jake somebody might have been not. uh gender bending costume you're just like following some guy into the bathroom yeah right. he's wearing you're a tutu right. probably i wasn't really <laughs> looking at them to be honest with you yep. i just saw like you know a, a woman's outfit and you know long hair and like i saw her going to the bathroom and i i just followed her and like i realized that oh shit that wasn't a like this is a man's bathroom i need to get out of here like like so i walked yeah. and i was like looking around and i was like where is the women's bathroom and then i saw it and this dude was looking at me just like giggling and i was like did you just see me do that he was like yes yeah. and you didn't say anything because and he was just like it was funny i wanted to see if you were gonna stay or not i was like what the fuck dude yeah super funny it's just like the dude with like um the last day of megacon my tea this dude sitters i was like delirious he seriously watched me like open like open syrup on the on the counter i like looked at it kind of like tried to smell it but like you know without touching it you know i was like what is this and then i just like poured it in my tea thinking it was honey and he came over after i was done and he was like you know you just put syrup in your tea and i was like i thought it was syrup he was like it is it's pretty funny i was like oh well where's the honey at <laughs> I mean, syrup and tea, you know, I mean, you know, it wasn't bad. I mean, I was like, he was like dying laughing. You remember that Tyrone? You remember that fucking yeah. asshole? Oh, yeah. 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 And, and I was like, I was like, I should go make you go get me another tea. He was like, he got real serious real quick. I was like, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this fucking honey. I'm going to drink this syrup in my tea and I'm, I'm fucking go. I got yeah. you. Yeah. She has like, I'm going to drink this tea like a Canadian. I don't even care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, man. But what about, what about the fact that, uh, oh shit, I should, I just dropped something. Um, but what about the fact that damn that me dropping something made me lose my chain of thought? I, <laughs> I don't remember what it was that I was. But I, I mean, you talk about going in the bathrooms, you know, not to go too far ahead, but you ain't saved me when I went to the whole wrong bathroom, bro. Like I didn't know, you know, that there's there's a thing going on. If I could take thirty seconds away from the air, where you can go to a bathroom and it could be a gender fluid bathroom. Okay, mm -hmm. so I've gone in bathrooms over the last couple of years, y'all, where there's no man or female. You just go into the bathroom and it's a, and you go into your stall. All right. When you come out, there might be a woman washing her hands. There might be a family washing their hands. You know what I'm saying? So I have developed this notion that, listen, there's sometimes bathrooms that won't have a male or female label uh, that goes along with it. So I went into the bathroom 
And, you know, so there was a girl washing her hands at the sink. I was like, all right, you know what? Was, well, look at that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look at how open we are. You know, I went to the yeah. stall, changed clothes, came back out, minding my business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I thought it was, you know, it was an unusual number of women in there. But I was like, you know, well, hey, that's what it is. It's just the bathroom, you know. And when I, when I went back to change back into my clothes, there was a, uh, a custodial engineer in there, as I like to call them. And she yeah. was like, no, no, no. You, this no bathroom. This no bathroom. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, this no bathroom. This no bathroom. This girl. This for girl. I was like, what are you oh talking God. about? She's like, this for girl. I was like, no, this is a bathroom for unity. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, bitch was like, let me explain something to you here. Uh, <laughs> was, listen, this is so crazy. Like unity. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I like how in an effort to be more inclusive, Vince mansplained bathrooms to this woman. <laughs> <laughs> let me hold on. Let me just explain to you real quick why I'm in this woman's bathroom, if you will. In this, uh, in this whole in this whole conversation, not one of these women said anything to you while you were coming in and out, like changing your clothes and stuff because like, oh. I would have thought, you know, if, if a man was in a woman's bathroom, he was changing his clothes like Mrs. Doubtfire, somebody would have said something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> First of all, I wasn't going in and out and I wasn't coming out with cake on my face out the fridge. I, uh, second of all, I was I was stealthy, yes. I wasn't going up in there like, hey, I'm in the house. I wasn't like announcing myself when I went in. You know, I went in, I went to the stall, and it was what it was. Hey, what's good, Mati? Hey, Mom. And so then uh, this, when I came, when, when I went in the second time, though, yes, when when little Miss Jean-Pierre was was cussing me out, like, no, 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 just talk to me. There was, some, there was somebody in the stall that was like, yeah, this is the girl's bathroom. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. All right. I. You know what? That is so great. I'm, I'm sorry, Vince. Uh, and then she came out. She pointed. She directed me to the men's bathroom, and I was like, "Oh, and man, my God, what a difference!" Like the women's bathroom was clean. <laughs> there was nothing on the floor. It smelled oh like a, just like a room. The bathroom <laughs> for the men smelled like a, a bathroom at a truck stop. It, there were puddles on the floor, and this is why the this is why the custodian's in there too. Like there's somebody in there, and that's the best they can do. But anyway. The, you know, so it, well it, handled though, Vince. Well handled. Yes. Th th yeah, thank you. This thank is you. a unity uh, bathroom. So guys, yeah. just know <laughs> that you can use that term, one. okay, to get yourself out of situations that are uncomfortable with like bathroom. You know, unity bathroom. You know what I'm saying? It's a thing, okay. Sign my petition, but to unify all bathrooms. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, going for Vince is like, I'm in here for you. I'm in here for you. <laughs> Let's 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 break that wall, all right. Let's <laughs> let's, let's get rid of that 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 whole societal norm oh wall. But um, but yeah, but but I, but the, the, the dopest part about uh uh, we somehow got back into MegaCon because we're still geeked up. I mean, I'm still yeah. floating on the cloud about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, but 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 this last episode was was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. I, I did. I was watching it with my um. Uh, well, I was watching it. My daughter came up, and it really fucked her head up, bro. When she saw Thanos. Just kind of like <laughs> chilling. Yeah. Just kind of just Having just like yeah. She was like, uh, is that th like she came up in the middle? She's like, is that is that Thanos? And it was like she's like, I was like, yeah. He's like, isn't he a bad guy? I was like, well, what if he wasn't? You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and that and that goes into this whole this whole notion. And I also like how the what if moments, like the fact that these timelines. If you listen to what he says in the beginning, he says. You know, one or two occurrences change, and it basically mm -hmm. 
alters the entire reality of these characters. So this isn't like some whole different. Th- they literally went down to get Peter Quill, and somehow somebody took a wrong turn in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and they ended up in Wakanda. Um, and they got Chadwick, uh, or Chadwick T'Challa. And so now that brings us on this lifestyle. I, I even love the fact that they had Taser Face. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, oh my God, I love yeah. Taser Face. <laughs> <laughs> Taser Face. Like, you think that's Taser better than what was that? What was the other name that he was going to name himself? Do you guys remember the other names he gave himself? Uh, oh no, you talking about when Rocket was like uh, roasting him? Yeah, I forgot. Yes. Uh, I forgot some of those names. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that. That shit was classic, man. He said, your, your name is Taser. <laughs> he said, that's the best you can. Yeah, Rocket went, went in pretty hard on him. I even like the fact that when they did have the collector, first of all, he was huge. I mean, they, they made yes, him look like a he real was villain. Jacked. Yeah, he, he, they made him look like what Thanos would have been. And then they also gave him the the same villains. Uh, yeah, the, the Dark the, Order. What's, mm-hmm. what's, what's, what's old boy's name that Maul. went? What is it? Ma, uh, Ma, yes, Ma, Ma, yeah, smooth Ma, yeah, Ma is the shit, bro. (laughs) Ma was like, I'll take off your corpse, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Ma is Ma was legit in one of my favorite scenes in all Marvel movies. Yeah, if you take every movie from Marvel and cut them down to your favorite scenes. I'd have to say at the top five, maybe even the top scene, the, the best scene period, like the best five minutes of Marvel is Infinity War when Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, and uh, 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 Bruce walk out with Wong yeah. to, to first confront when Ma and the children of Thanos yep. were, entering, were entering New York. And he's like, uh, children of Earth, you <laughs> yeah. rejoice. For you are about- Excuse me, uh, Earth is closed today. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, that's the best, the best out of even in, even all Spider-Man movies. Even though I, I really like the the swing sequence in the Electro, uh, in the amazing uh, Spider-Man with Electro, uh, and the last sequence with Mysterio. But this one right oh, here. Yeah. Bro, when he's like, "It's gonna be Earth is closed today," you know what I'm saying? And then, and then, and then Ma's like, "Does this, does this speak?" speak yeah. He's like, "No, he does not." You know what I'm saying? And he does this shit, and it's like, ah! And then he throws a car at him, and then he just knocks the car off like this. And yo, it's, it's, it's bruh, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the dopest scene in in all of Infinity, in all of the Marvel movies. So to see them take those characters and just they clearly knew. You know what I'm saying? That we was going to get geeked up when we start seeing all these different characters from the movie's past. Like, it, I mean, you can't go wrong. And to put the icing on the cake, if I'm not mistaken, and I did not look this up, but this gentleman over the right-hand shoulder, his right, of Chadwick, uh, uh, right between Chadwick and uh, Nebula. Yeah. I don't remember his name in the story, but it sounded like the voice of Jimon Honsu. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He plays, he plays him in the Gardens of the Galaxy, too. Okay. Wait, he plays the who in Guardians character. of the Galaxy? It's, it's the same, same character. character from the Guardians. Yeah. Oh, he's in? Yeah. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. He's he was, Thanos, he was the first remember, guy. He's Thanos' henchman, remember, one, on Guardians of the Galaxy in the beginning when, when Peter's, like, out there, like, you know, dancing, doing his thing, you know, and he's, like, kicking the little monsters and stuff. Oh, like, yeah, 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 that's right. He confronts him, and he's like, oh, you're who? And he's like, I've never heard of Star-Lord. And he's like, you will yeah. now. And he does some yeah. dumb shit. Like, that's why it was so iconic oh, in the what right. if, if because he didn't even know who Star-Lord was. He was like, Star-Lord? Like, who? <laughs> he was like, 
really, bro? Like, you'll, you'll know who I am. Right. Oh, yeah, that that's right. From that's him. right. Like, Chadwick, he was paying homage to him. He was like, oh, you're Star-Lord? Like, these Star-Lord? I looked it up, and that character's name is Korath, by the Korath. way. Korath. Okay, so Korath. Well, here's the thing about Korath. Um, Korath, which sounded like, again, you all say it confirmed that he was voiced by Jimon Hansu. Mm-hmm. All right, from mm-hmm. of um, you know, Lobby style fame, and yeah. you know, even in you know, Shazam. Who yeah. once I did hear that he may have a there may be a spinoff of his character in Shazam, by the way. Okay. But um, also for those of y'all don't know, Jimon Hansu was the original voice of Black Panther in the animated series. Oh, wow, that was That's on awesome. BET. That's for those dope. of y'all that don't know, and Jill Scott was Storm. All right. Wow. And uh, and there were a few different characters that would play. So I thought, see, see, I'm glad that you brought this up that it because I didn't I had completely forgot about that Guardians of the Galaxy character. I thought that that was them paying homage to the fact that Black Panther was originally voiced by Jimon Hansu. But no, it sir. turns out I was thinking deeper than it really was. Um so there's that that's dope though. I like I like where your head is yeah. at, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he was he was uh that, that that whole scene was so iconic because in the first, you know, in the movie that we saw him in, he was like, You're who? What? Yeah, who? yeah, that's you know funny. and then this one, he was like, You steal from the poor and gift, so you're Robin Hood. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like literally so a uh, geeked up, it was like a fanboy meeting, like you know, his favorite person. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, Oh, and I get to spar with you. Like it was, you know, it was very, it was very okay. iconic. It was hilarious. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to use the gun, okay? Uh, <laughs> okay, like, okay, oh, no, no gun. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, like it was, it was perfect because in the first one he just was like trying to beat his ass, you know, Star Lord's ass. Like in this one, he's like paying homage to him. So it was, it was super cool. Yeah, man. So I thought that was one of the best parts, frankly, of of the the show. Just the incorporation of all of these different beings, and uh, no, please. Uh, um, you know, and, um, you know, everything else, uh, that was happening. Uh, I'm not being interrupted by (laughs) at all, uh, during this whole, uh, debacle. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I didn't, I mean, I I don't know what to expect for the next one, uh, or what, what's going on in the next few, what if series, but if you look at the, if you just look at this, then you kind of get about an idea of what's coming. And you see, I did notice in the preview that there was a Killmonger, uh, uh, um, some plot line that that kind of either made him a hero or made him team up with somebody. I think it may have been Thor. Uh, I think one of the plot lines in this as well involves Spider-Man getting the uh, the the, the um, Doctor Strange cape. Uh, there's a whole lot. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. I also heard that who the is that with the who is that with caps? Is that Ghost Rider? Is that supposed to be Ghost Rider? Uh, I think that's the zombie that's Captain zombie, America. Yeah, that's zombie Captain America. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're doing. Yeah. yeah, there's a zombie episode. Like bringing him uh, back to life type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I had that. a Austin asked me the hugest question: Who is the Watcher? Oh, the Watcher. Wow. And I was like, I was like, the watcher, are you being serious right now? And he was like, Yeah, who is it? And I was like, bro, you need to go back and read some comments. Well, for those like, of us for those uh in the you know in the audience that don't know, I mean, of course we all know uh who the watcher is. Uh, but yeah, as you know, if you want to expound on uh who the watcher 
So uh, I'm still like I'm still catching up um on my my watcher because I know like of him he's like a he's like kind of like a sentient being isn't he something like that? Sit yeah uh huh. So yeah. um he just like he's just like observes you know like the universe and stuff like that and like how he like just he never participates he just he just watches you know what I'm saying and it's just like he he. He thinks like you know the world is on the brink of basically Armageddon, so yeah. he's just he's just one of those observers. You know what I'm saying? He's like he's kind of like the internals. You know what I'm saying? Like until now, yes. you know what I mean? Like right. we never interfered, but now yeah. we have. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that kind of shit. So I'm still kind of learning about the Watcher myself. Um, I just found some comics at this local comic book shop actually that has comics of him. So I'm going to go and like see if I can get those um, hopefully like soon this weekend or something like that and uh, check them out because he's definitely a very important character in Marvel. Um, yeah. And the the voice actor for him is, is Jeffrey Wright. Do you know who that is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright is the voice actor for him. So I definitely think like he's he's obviously got, you know, some significance. And like, I think this is going to be like this is his cameo into, you know, like breaking into Marvel right now. So I'm definitely excited to see where where it's going to go and like what what other like, you know, movies and shows he might be in. You know what I'm saying? That might give him his backstory, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. to see that. Tyrone, you got any insight on the Watcher, man? I mean, we know he's a background. We know he's, uh, you know, voiced by Jeffrey Wright. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I'm not a huge. I'm not gonna sit here and, and act like I'm, I'm big on the Watcher in the comics. I know he. I think he showed up in a. I think in a, in a Fantastic Four comic, or I, I think he may be even one of the Celestials. But I think that he's a. a, 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 a I don't even know right now whether or not to classify him as a villain. Um, no, uh, you're like, supposed, you're supposed like, to be an uninterested third party, basically. Right. Like uh, there is there is even a storyline uh, there's in that Silver Surfer animated series that came out, I think, late uh -huh. 80s, early 90s. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, Silver Surfer even became even came to be was because uh, he was warned by the Watcher of uh, mm -hmm. of Galactus's uh, imminent uh, arrival. Uh, you know, the Watcher is supposed to be somebody who just observes. But in this case, he, you know, uh, Silver Surfer before you Silver Surfer. What's his What's his name again? I was forgetting his name. Warren. Yes. Or yes. Uh, when so the planet they lived on is just this paradise of a planet, and uh, the Watcher did, didn't want to see it destroyed, so he warned him. He's like, "Hey, this is happening. Galactus is coming." So you know, uh, the the knowledge that the Watchers have, and it's not just usually there's there's more than one uh yeah. there, there was a there was a post-credit scene in i think it was guardians 2 yeah that awesome. had yeah that had the watchers in it um and so they were just kind of like crowded around while stanley was telling them a story which is really cool um but yeah so it's you know these these guys because they have such a uh you know such a place in the universe such knowledge of the universe uh if they do interfere it could change everything yeah uh, just like uh you know we did with with silver surfer yeah, well, that that I mean, what does that sound like? That sounds like Eternals, mm -hmm. um, you know, waiting, just watching, just not really involving ourselves until it's man, until it's a necessity. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, they're, they're, we're getting a lot well, of heroes. I, like, I feel like the they're okay. So I, I was just I was just like reading. Um, like I just googled them a little bit and like read up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Basically, it says the Watchers are caused are cosmic beings who possess the innate ability to achieve virtually any effect desired, including argumenting personal attributes, 
time and space manipulation, molecular manipulation, energy projection, and a range of mental powers. And it says they also have an access to high advanced technology. So, I mean, like, I feel like they're more powerful than the Eternals technically at, at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're like, they're like Thanos, you know, they're like dad to them kind of, you know? So, I mean, I, I feel like in that movie, we might get to, we might get to like, touch base on like who are the watchers because it also says that at some point the watchers have vowed to never to like they have vowed never to interfere again they would only watch and observe events and then like they could help increase their knowledge of the universe that's it they, they don't want to be a part of anything because of whatever happens so yeah with the watchers with the watchers it like they these are these are beings that have been around since the dawn of time mm -hmm. they, they pretty much you know watch the the creation of civilization and and the worlds and everything like that so they 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 literally are architects they can they can go and change they, if if we were to, to compare them think about three um wandas yeah can, pretty much yeah who can alter reality who yep. can take out they can they can do they have the power to do whatever they yep. want to do they exactly just what my mind was they have that power I get. I think in a comic book at, at some point, um, it talks a little bit about their their origin and everything like that, and why why they. It's it's almost if you think about it, it's almost a little bit like the origin story that they provided in Loki um, series for the Timekeepers. Like you know, what I'm saying like they just you know at at one yeah, point yeah 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 you know what I'm saying it, so, it's almost similar to that. And the Watchers also are like part of different um, universes, so. Um, Tyrone alluded to Silver Surfer. They yeah, I found, also, I found uh, the article. I found yeah. which comic book it was in, actually. All right, cool. Um, and and they also were um, uh, in the X Men series, the Dark Phoenix Saga. Mm -hmm. um, the Watchers, the Watchers had a had a really big role in in you know trying to defeat Dark uh, Dark Phoenix because they knew she could she could destroy everything that they had built. Would you find it? Uh, yes. So it's in the Fantastic Four number 13 issue. This issue, I'm just letting you guys know, is a high commodity issue. It is not going for very cheap. It's uh, the first buyer I found was $262 for this issue. Whoa. The highest one I found was $950 for this issue. Well, so this is this is the Fantastic Four number 13. Number edition, 13. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's like it's a, a very vintage collectible. Like it's number. Hold on. Let me let me click on it a little more. So. <clears throat> it's got um it's the mystery of the on the moon is like the name of the actual comic it's the fantastic uh, four um it, it was made on april 13th that's that's why it's got number 13 on there that's when it dropped yeah. i guess and released it's really actually it looks really cool like on the front of it and it's got like it's got the thing um it's got mr incredible mrs incredible and um it's got a uh, the uh like Johnny Storm, you know, flame on. And it says like, it says more than the hundred thousand miles from earth, the fantastic four face the menace of the red ghost. So I don't know. That might, mm. that might give us more like it details as to like, you know, the, the, uh, the comic, but I just looked it up. Yeah. And, yeah. That it looks, it looks super dope. So I'm definitely gonna have to find this comic and like, check it out. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one to look up, man is, um, uh, the the original comic to get an idea, but these watchers, as Tyrone, you missed. He was saying, uh, Talim alluded to the fact that they were, and I have still yet to see uh, the Phoenix movie. Uh, I'm still afraid 
of how disappointed I'm going to be. You're not missing anything. Uh, well, 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 just just to that, um, Vince. Like, if you ever read the comics, though, the yeah. Dark Phoenix Saga, that yeah. was one of the best comic book of series course. ever. Like, yeah. I mean, like, anybody who hasn't read, oh my god, yeah, like, remake the movie. Like, even if not, not only was it really good, but the the, the uh, like the the illustrations mm. and and how it looked in in the comic book was yeah. like. I don't, it was a big, I remember, I remember getting the comic book and the comic book was like, this. <laughs> it was like that. It was literally like that thick. And it was like, yeah. it was one of the, yeah, it was one of the best illustrations that uh Marvel had at the, at well, the yeah, I mean, and, and not only that, but even with the, uh, oh shoot, my bad. I had your face off. Like, but even with the, um with the, um the cartoon, the animated cartoon that used to come on on Saturdays, there yeah. was like, there was a whole season devoted to the, yes. to the Phoenix. Yep, like, it wasn't just like one or two episodes, which is what right. made you kind of like, eh, if we're going to do a Phoenix movie, like, first of all, it's the second one, all right? Because X-Men Last Stand was about the Phoenix, the, the former Jean Grey, yep. before Sansa uh, uh, came in. Uh, she was represented by by the original Jean, Jean Grey. Well, I thought rep, I thought looked actually like the she Jean did, Grey. She did a good job as Jean Grey. Yeah, yeah um, she did her Famke thing. Famke Jensen. Yeah. Yes. From from GoldenEye. If you recall, if you watch GoldenEye, yes. uh, I didn't understand what her character meant it, as a kid. It, did you watch? Did you <laughs> did you did you know what was going on in that shit? Like maybe y'all didn't understand what was going on in GoldenEye with her character. Did y'all understand no. what was going on? Not OK, so time. she was Tali. Remember you used that word sadist? Remember yes. you thought oh, you okay. sadist? Yeah, she likes pain. Oh nice. yes, she didn't just like it. Yeah. <laughs> she got off to it. If you want, go back and watch <laughs> Goldeneye, and you'll, you'll notice like she's getting hit, she's getting knocked out. She's like ah, ah, like the more like all pain, her pain, pain that she's giving away. She's like ah, ah, ah like she's sadomasochism. Yes, 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 yes. So she did a thing, 100%. but it just it it really strikes me as ignorant of the X Men franchise. To do first of all a Phoenix movie without Wolverine, first and foremost, like there's no he died Wolverine. technically at that point. So yeah, but, but in the comic book he's intricate. Like he, like you, you cannot, you cannot. Yeah. Oh, I know you can't. Can't know he can't die. I know that. You know what I'm saying. I know he comes back. You know what I'm saying. Like he, you know, I know that. But I'm just saying, like in the movies, the way they set that up, like Logan and everything. You know what I'm saying. Like when when the time period, like he was dying you know what i'm saying when like dark phoenix yeah. came out so that's why dark phoenix was such trash because it was like we all know that he was supposed to be in there but he was nowhere to be found it was just like a backstory about like some kids you know what i'm saying like and she got her powers and went crazy and you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. Like, oh, like yeah it's just like and, and, they, and they undervalued it they like like because yeah. in the comic book she is bad like she when i tell you like that, like the whole like the, for the watchers to come and say like look yo listen y'all need to get this under control like this is not <laughs> this could change everything like mm -hmm. like dark phoenix it, she could really be a thanos level threat and they didn't they they dropped the ball right. on that. they really dropped the ball on that because she she in the comic book was was like she 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 was like handing the x-men and all of the all of the heroes on earth like she was giving it to everybody whoever came they was getting yeah man and that was the disappointing part for my opinion is like the fact that they made it more i you know what i think because here's where you lose the kevin feige synergy right
Like when you have Kevin Feige basically doing what I picture him at a board meeting with a PowerPoint presentation that has all of this, all of the plot lines for all of the movies, the times that they're supposed to be released, how they tie into each other, what the central theme is. And, and then all they have the question marks is, okay, so we had this, who's going to star in it? Who's going to direct it? Who's going to write it? <laughs> but we already know what it is, but we just want to know who's going to blah, blah, blah. And with that, that's how you get this synergetic universe of MCU where something can happen in Doctor Strange and it also is known in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. X-Men, however, somehow it, the merging of the Sony and MCU's, the, uh, the Marvel Studios kind of got things all murked up. It's how you end up with two Quicksilvers, right? It's how you end up with uh, with uh, with with an X Men movie without Wolverine. And I get it, Logan. We get it. You had your death, blah blah. blah. I get it. Hugh Jackman became a producer of the saga, and then you know, kind of started going in his own direction. I get it. But then at the same time, it's like, yo, somebody got to step in and be like, okay, well, we can't do the Phoenix movie right now. Because there's no Wolverine. (laughs) Somebody, so let's set it up, and then let's leave it for a sequel. You know, let let's not like that's the part that angers me about it. I haven't even seen it yet, so I don't know how bad or how good it is. But I haven't heard anything good about it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I would say just don't bother. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, it's not worth. It's not worth. It's not really like if they remake it and it's better, then watch that. But I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like okay. It's like the first Snyder cut, like the first, like, you know, like Justice League movie. Like, why did we waste our time on that shit? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, and part of it, you know, you were, you were talking about, you know, kind of what, you know, the difference between Kevin Feige and and like how he does things versus how it was done before. And like Brian Singer, when he was in charge of the X-Men franchise, like he didn't even like Brian Singer wasn't even like a comics guy. Right. He was just, he just wanted to make a movie he wanted to make. Like he wouldn't even allow comics on the set. Like he was, he was like seriously, like anti comic book, like, this you know i'm not gonna do this comic book shit right. you know when he made when he made uh you know you can even look at the outfits and look at the way the movie was you're like what what they do to rogue in the first x-men movie right, you know, that kind right. of stuff. so True. uh this is what happens kevin feige has a respect uh and he knows that like that these comics to a lot of people are like almost almost sacred so he's like let me i'm not gonna disrespect this uh this source material and i'm not gonna go around acting like i know better than you know the the decades of story that have been told to the millions of people and you know that kind of thing so we i appreciate kevin feige for that because that brian singer sure. nonsense was garbage well, yeah. hold, well, hold, wait, well, well hold on a minute i mean uh, uh, all right did we, did we hate the first eight i didn't hate the first two x-men i thought they were pretty good actually uh, they were they were good for what we had at the time try yes. to watch them today Right, try going back and watching those He's movies, right. and you will see well, it, they do not hold up. But like it does, we it know does give us, it does give us, it does give us our Easter eggs though that we needed though, Tyrone, and that's that's a big thing about that. You know what I'm saying? Like on that screen, you know, when when Stryker has all of the mutants in there, you know, it gives us it gives us a lot of details onto things that to, are to come. So I mean, if that if you think about it, that Barely. technically was. Right, but that technically was the start of the Easter eggs. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it, like, let's go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't have Easter eggs before that, and like until that well, happened. No, we did, then- but uh, I don't want to give. Yeah, let's not. I don't want to give Brian Singer credit for creating a uh, you know an entire you know kind of movie uh, uh, phenomenon. Like, I mean, we had uh, we had Star Wars Easter eggs in Indiana Jones. Like, uh, that was uh, yeah. True. So, it, 
yeah vince is like what wait a minute yeah and, uh, in one of the temples there was uh what we what you see is like kind of look like hieroglyphics but it was actually like c3po and r2d2 standing next to each other oh, yeah oh, I didn't know uh, that, man. yeah but no but brian singer uh and and i'm happy to because i love i love talking about how much i i can't stand brian singer so uh if you want to <laughs> if you want to try to make a case for it, i will absolutely destroy your case let's do it let's do it all right let's uh, hey look game on bro because game on. i know I, I know you're probably i know as socially aware as you are ty Baron, that you're more than likely going to include his social pariahness and how oh, I wasn't even know I wasn't even going to touch his his weird like uh you know sexual predator stuff I wasn't even going to mess ah, with that yeah. all right it's in the universe now all right fantastic <laughs> uh, but uh, but I mean look I I I can't I'm honestly a little it's I'm a little shocked to hear your discontent for the director and the and and the writing of Brian Singer um with with X Men one we not only got uh a a a a a plausible x-men origin story and not not a wolverine origin story rogue but a x-men story like they actually broke down uh um the the very first scene bro is not some happy go lucky oh snap i just found my way into a temple and now i got powers it was the holocaust you know what i'm saying they started off this scene with the holocaust this dude was being ripped away from his mother and and that's how he learns about his powers is trying yeah. to freaking beat down Nazis. You know what I'm saying? Like goes into the nitty gritty, like real gritty portion of it. The very next scene is Mystique and her powers, and they don't give us like sexy ass blue white dress blue Mystique. They give us ugly ass fish scale Mystique. You know what I'm saying? That Mystique With was garbage. That Mystique was a, why? Why couldn't they give her clothes? Like why couldn't they give her clothes at all? Like that was <laughs> that was another. She's mystique, bro. Like she does that to conform to the society that she doesn't think that she fits in. It goes with the story. Like they made it. It was such a. I mean, listen. I felt like the first X Men did embody the uh, the microcosm of the civil rights movement that it was meant to depict. Right. I mean, that's the whole X Men saga is the civil rights movement. It's basically the '60s. This is Stanley writing what's going on with the civil rights movement, but the black people are the mutants. And America and everything else is the white is is a uh, is is white America or whatever. But it's broken down in a manner that we can re- that we can recommend. Then I thought that Brian Singer did a good job of depicting that. Here's what I didn't like that Brian Singer did. I didn't like Sabretooth. What the fuck was going on with Sabretooth? Like, you know what I'm saying like, yeah. I hope I don't lose y'all. I'm no, no, I'm, yeah, we're listening. We're just, okay, I might freeze yeah. up a little bit. Um, Are you good? But yeah, I, I didn't know what was going on with Sabretooth. I agree with the comment that was made just a moment ago. I think Zilla. Yeah. Zilla was like, yo, they diminished Storm's roles. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% true. However, I will say that that was not exclusive to Brian Singer. Even when the four, even when the um even when the um the franchise went forward and went to X-Men First Class, she was still an afterthought. Even in up until Apocalypse when they tried to give her a a, a Kenyan accent, they have always shat and slept yeah. on Storm and, and it's been my objection. belief since I, the longest that Storm to... deserves her own franchise, not even just a movie, but her own saga. In I want to jump onto your side. I want to jump onto your side to help you real quick. It's not helping your point to list other garbage movies that did something. <laughs> that <tried> to... <laughs> yeah, this is not. That's not helping. Yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to. Yeah, I just want to uh, just cor- course correct you real quick. Oh you're my just like, God. Yeah, here's another. Here's a, here's a list of other garbage that to help my. Gar- no. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, listen. All right. So, did you like? <laughs> did you like any of the x-men movies tyrone so it's i i i liked parts of some of them i thought first class was 
probably one of the better ones, even though that movie was still like took a bunch of liberties that it shouldn't have taken with real stories that like were already established. Uh, you know, um, but I liked the I thought McAvoy and uh, Fassbender did a good job as Magneto and, uh, you know, and Xavier. Uh, I I thought like really uh, Patrick Stewart better. and Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, say, like they were perfect. Like they, they were, were like, best. yeah, some of the casting in that movie was actually really good. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, I don't know when the last time you watched these movies is, but like I recommend going back and watching these movies uh, because at the time we were like, that was a great x-men movie because we didn't have anything else to compare it to. Right. we didn't have any other comic book movies we didn't have avengers we didn't have anything going on and then like you know then looking back after we've seen like what good movies look like what good comic movies look oh, like man go, watch try try fair, to watch tyrone. it tyrone i don't think that's fair though yeah, thank you. because the whole purpose of of you know years you know the years going by is that you gain experience you learn from your mistakes. You, you can't look back. You can't look back on that error and say it's a good movie. But then c- compare it thirty years later, like ah, oh, that wasn't yeah. that good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we still watch. I mean, we still watch uh, the 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 Star Wars four, five, and six, and they're our favorite movies. Yeah, but we don't we don't yeah, go back. We don't and, say there. We don't sit there and say they were garbage. Like because they're good movies. Like you can make good movies. <laughs> and, like that's the thing. If I if I heard you correctly, the basis of why you said that the movies are are trash is because you said comparing them to the movies that i've seen now that i know are great movies they aren't they don't stand up to no, those i movies. said i said now we know not well now i know they're trash now back then we i had nothing else like i had no uh you know no uh scale there for a good comic book movie so but, but based on the way it made you feel at that moment when you saw it regardless of scale or not at that present moment, did you not feel like that was a good movie at that moment? I, mean, I was all, I was all geeked up in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what. Yeah, that's, that's what it did. Yeah, it's like but I'm saying, did, but now I can recognize that that movie was garbage, and I was wrong. Well, but, but here's the problem. But, 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 but <laughs> all right, look. Now I can recognize that movie was garbage. Like, I've seen, I've seen better. You can do that with your whole childhood, like you know. What I'm saying? Like, well, no, that's why. That's why I brought up the Star Wars thing because if a good if a good movie is a good movie, it's going to age well. Like they're right. going to continue to be fair enough, movies. but we don't, but we don't sit back and be like, yo, can you believe that Yoda was a puppet? You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, we know, you know Yoda, he, but, the but very, they did it well. Did, did it? Did they really do it well? If you think back, like look back at the original Star Wars and det- determine whether or not you really believed that Yoda, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? was really, really better. I mean, I, I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like, it's not hard to mess up a two-inch tall puppet, you know what I'm saying? But in today's uh, 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 in today's realm, we would probably not see that. I mean, they did a no, hybrid went, of the, they, the, the yeah. Live they went back CGI. to more practical later on because they, they like honestly the CGI uh, Yoda as like he was probably one of the brighter spots of the uh, of the the prequels. Of the Clone Wars. But like, but even still, like it that that kind of uh, crazy old Yoda spirit was was kind of it was different. You know what I mean? Okay. But but my my point there is good movies age well, bad movies don't. And and the singer X Men were bad movies. And and if you like, I, I would love to I would love to sit there and rewatch one with you, so I can so I could point to you like so I point to you listen look at that line of dialogue. You know what happens to a toad when it gets electrocuted? Okay. The same thing that happens to everything. Else. Like really, yeah, that, that was, was the line, line that you decided. Like, and it wasn't just that line. Like that the movies were trash when like looking understanding 
having grown myself, I was an early teenager at that time, having grown myself, uh, having grown as a comic book fan and a movie fan, I can say those movies were garbage without, without, without a doubt. Uh, you know, I think your trash scale is a little overblown, though. I mean, it, it, can we say that something isn't that great without saying it was trash? I mean, was it really trash? When's the last or time you saw it? Just aged poorly. Was the last time I saw it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been it's been a few years. I, I recommend years. I recommend attempting because I love X Men. I I I would rather have watched the movie and been like, you know what. That wasn't that bad. Yeah, we all. You know what I mean? I would rather have felt that way. You know what I mean? But I I recommend trying to watch it and being like, oh shit, because yeah, this is great. Here's, let me me say this. All right. We can, Tyrone, uh, one of the the movies that we geeked out on earlier this, let's call it season, was the Godzilla versus uh, 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 King Kong. King Kong. Kong. Yeah, yeah. And if we literally start looking at King Kong Godzilla today, Versus mm-hmm. when they first used to put on like monkey outfits and, you know, what I'm saying basically did the Power Rangers version of it. Like we would say that all of it was trash, but then you'd be saying that our childhoods was trash because like that's no. what we thought was so dope. No, I mean, there's you. Can, I'm not going back and saying that they were garbage because the special effects weren't good or because like the, the stuff that they that that made those that made those movies bad was stuff like writing and directing and and costumes and 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 shit like that storylines like that was the stuff that to me made this the movie bad and that stuff is it, it doesn't technology technology doesn't matter uh your access to you know different things doesn't matter like those are things that make a movie good or bad like if you if like i'm not going back and saying anything that didn't have good cgi back in the day is bad that's yeah, not what okay, i'm saying because okay. like that's not, right. you know what i mean like it's so it's not about what the movie couldn't could or couldn't accomplish technologically or whatever at the time it's just that it just didn't age well i you know again i would love to i would love to rewatch it with you because i i love roasting bad movies so okay uh, if, right. I, if well, at some point we're gonna do a rewatch I we should love do that. roasting bad movies <laughs> i'll say this i'll say this um i don't think that i don't i i'm i'm not gonna I, you're gonna disappoint yourself if you think that i'm going to end up Watching that movie with you, you know, mystery three thousand style, and and I end up being like, yeah, my bad, you you was right. Like I I have taken an adoration for the for the X Men movies because of the fact that they introduced that array of characters. Um, I mean, I didn't like what happened at Last Stand and Beyond after after X Men two, I was gone. Um, X Men X Men two, I liked how they went into the Striker um, um, uh, uh, syn- uh, synopsis. And they gave us more of a of a raw detail. Uh, uh, I think that X Men Two may have been a little more serious. Uh, I'm telling you, I was with you. I, I promise you. Weeks ago, like it was, it was. I forgot when I tried to rewatch it. I think it was. Uh, well, when Disney Plus added all the X Men stuff, mm-hmm. I was with you because I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back and watch that Nightcrawler scene because I love that Nightcrawler <laughs> scene. And I watched it, and I was like, okay. Then I kept, I kept watching, and I was like. Oh shit! This is a bad movie, and like that, and I'm telling you, like, and it's not, it's not like I decided I'm gonna go watch this bullshit and see how shitty this bullshit is. No, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this stuff because I haven't seen it in a while, and I have fond memories of the first one, and I have fond memories of X2, and I hated Last Stand, and you know whatever. And then I went back to the ones that I liked, and I was like, let's do this. Mm. It just it didn't it it didn't land the way I was hoping it would. Well, I, I want to say this because one of the things that I think um, should be talked about is the error in which this movie came out on. When it right. came out, there were no there was no competitors. There were no there were no templates of how to make a successful movie, a comic book movie. There wasn't. It was just like it was just this was this is what it was. It had Blade and then it was this. 
So it was like, you know, at, at when you're looking at it from that standpoint and knowing that there weren't weren't any other movies to compare it to, I see why you're looking at it from that that type of lens because now there are all of these different movies that have come before and now there are there's a template for what needs to be done to make movies better. So back then there wasn't. So I think under the circumstances, what he put out was an entertaining movie. Like they like X-Men one and X-Men two were both entertaining. As far as dialogue, there are so many movies that I can name, including Marvel movies that at some point had bad dialogue in them. It's not like so that, you know, if that's one of the, if that's like a, a, a criteria for bad movies, um, then, you know, we, we, we might have to go and watch, go back and watch some Marvel movies. And, and no, I have, I've done, that. I've done the Marvel rewatch and it, and they all, and well, not all of them hold yeah. up, they hold up yeah. pretty damn well. Uh, and, and here's the thing. So it's, hold Blade, up like you brought, you brought up Blade and Blade was good and there was no template for that. You know what I mean? And Blade was a good movie Damn, and right. it holds up well. You know what I mean? It's, it was so, a good and, movie. And here's the, the thing, and the here's the thing, and it's, yeah, it's not like Brian Singer, hold on, it's not like Brian Singer was just like, you know what, I'm gonna make up this thing called X-Men and tell a story about this thing <laughs> called, he had decades of source material he could have gone to to tell a good story and characters that were already built for him and every like everything was there. So he, he was handed the instruction manual. They were like here and he was like, I don't need that shit. And he decided to go to go about it on his own, and that's why everything. Yeah, no, he did didn't. He? Yeah, after I, I just, I just, I just told you he was like he did not want comics anywhere near his movies. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, he's still all right. Look, let let all right. First of all, to challenge, I, I'm I'm on the side of Ty Lean, but just to challenge what he said, there were templates for good comic book movies by X Men. The first one I think came out in 2000, 2001. All right. By then, we had already had the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, which, if I'm not mistaken, released in like the nights in like 1998 in May. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm lying. No, Spider Man came out 2002, uh, May 23rd. If I'm not mistaken, I remember that. That was a special day. It was a very. It was day. It, I, I'm, oh. I'm gonna remember that day forever. Um, but before but before that, we had, we did have a plausible first two Batman movies, um, starring a Michael Keaton. Um, and well we also yeah. did have, as as uh, Tyrone just just uh, just uh, brought back up, the entire Blade trilogy. Of course, the whole trilogy hadn't been released at that point, yeah. but we at least did have it. Now it's easy to do Blade because Blade wasn't as popular of a character, so you can you can alter the 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 the, the origin story, and nobody's gonna hey wait a minute, but his mom didn't you know. Well, what, what, what with Blade, and I and I say this over and over and again, and I and I I never want to take anything away from Wesley Snipes because he he killed the role. But again, that was an era piece. It came out during the, a period when we were so infatuated with horror. We were like vampires, werewolves. I, I remember all the big movies that were coming out around that time were either vampire movies or werewolf movies. Like you had, you know, yeah, Wolf with Jack Nicholson and, uh, you know, like uh, the Benicio Del Toro uh, uh, werewolf movie. And then you had all of the, the interview with the vampire. You had all of the... That was all that we were getting at one point. And then now we're in the comic book era, you know, that like that kind of pushed that to the side and everybody kind of got more infatuated with, with comic book. But that's what one of the things that kind of made Blade so successful is it fell into that realm of horror when horror was popular. So it was like yeah. people are just a good movie. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a good movie, too, but I'm just saying, like, 
if that if that movie would have come out when nobody's watching, nobody's really caring about um, vampires and and werewolves and everything like that, you're you're gonna get the people that watch that read comic books or people who are like into sci-fi that are gonna specifically watch that. It's not gonna hit that other demographic that you're trying to reach, and that's what I was saying. Well, well my my thoughts, but my thoughts are not based on uh, the the success of a movie or or anything like that. It's just based on the 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 merit of the the movie itself. Uh, uh, so, Blade is a good movie. Uh, and I think it's like if you watch it now, it's a good movie. And at the time, so like even if there wasn't anything else good around it, it was a good movie. And if you if I take X Men out of the time period and take it out of everything, and I watch it because I because I I did I tried and I wanted to like it I really did, and it it just didn't where I was like oh this is a bad movie. So it's like and okay. and that's why and and it may just and that's that's my opinion on the movie and uh, and I don't think it's gonna change because I just recently watched it and it was shit. But uh, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, there. I, I don't. I'm not going to forgive X Men for. Uh, I'm not going to forgive Brian Singer or that those X Men movies for being bad just because of when they're out. Because there were good movies made before it. There are good movies made around the time, and there have been good movies since. So uh, you know, they, I don't think there are any excuses for that. Okay. Well, we'll agree that valid Tyrone points. is just. Right. <laughs> yes. No, he's valid. Valid points. I'm just saying that, yeah. like, if you go back though, like, because I have, like, Blade, the first movie is is really good. You know what I'm saying? But if you go back and watch like the third Blade, oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like, you know so, yeah. I don't, I don't know really that this argument is like, you know what I'm saying? Something that's like, you know, a, a big thing because if you think about it, like, it's the era it came out. You know what I'm saying? Like. Blade came out back when vampires, werewolves, you know what I'm saying? The supernatural were an awesome time period. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, of course that movie has nostalgic feels in it has like, it was like all in all a good movie. But if you think about it, it's like, you know, it's like the argument with Spider-Man, like Vince loves, you know, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man and thinks the movies were good. But like, we know the third movie and the second movie were like, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the third movie was really bad. So it's just like, it's a time era thing, I think. You know what I mean? Gross. Well, I I, I, I said yeah. the third one. I never said the second one. The, the, the second, second Spider-Man with like, Doc Ock, I thought actually was pretty, I thought was pretty good, actually. Spider-Man 2 is good, yeah. Spider-Man 2, and and one time for, um Al, shoot, what's his name? Uh, the dude that played Doc Ock, uh, Alfred Molina. There you go. Uh, he oh, killed yeah. that role. He, did. he was perfect. He, did. he was right. perfectly cast, even though he was supposed to be German. Uh, it's all good. You know, they let him be British. Um, we'll, we'll take that. But the thing I have here is, like, I actually don't think that, the first X-Men was a bad movie. I think that it's a bad, maybe X-Men movie. If you rate it based on what your expectations are for the X-Men that you've had. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are not an X-Men fan, if you're not a comic book fan, then maybe it won't be as bad. However, I will say my wife, who's neither of the two, did watch and was like, yo, these movies are pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I argued the same way I did against Tyrone. I was like, "What are you talking about? You got the seasons, <laughs> your favorite dudes. You got, you got, you. There was Bobby Fisher. You got Iceman was in the freaking. There was Iceman, bro. And he, yeah. I even like how they had a twist. Remember, the, the, there's some, there's some iconic scenes in that first X Men when Wolverine first tries to confront Magneto on a. Bus, you know, and, and, and Magneto says that wonderful metal doesn't run all the way through your body now, does mm -hmm. it? And then he just, he's like, oh, shit, like, what the hell are you? And then he even.
even learns it. He's like, what do you want from me? He's like, oh, you thought we were here for you? Yeah, that was awesome. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Rogue and, like, that whole step plot line, like, seeing Mystique actually kick ass as Romeka Romaine. Like, I mean, I'll, I, look, are you going to find a bunch of bullshit about the movie? Absolutely. Uh, Storm, I, I mean, first of all, they completely used uh, Halle Berry as arm candy. Is the only reason she was in the movies because she was popping and they needed a pretty black face to put in a Storm character so that the, the woke universe that didn't even exist at that moment wouldn't come after her and be like, yo, how dare you cast her as anything but a black woman because we know that's what she was. But I always felt like they made her way less significant than she needed to be. She was very, sure. I remember a scene where she was like, you know, like she had her, her couple speaking lines and she was like, uh, I guess I would feel... Uh, on uh whatever it was that she was talking to somebody and i was like yo that's not storm storm's like oh i <laughs> renounce the is. storm and the power yeah. of the winds and the thunder <laughs> and you know what i'm saying and she's on here like um i don't know guys can i go with you, guys? you know so yeah there was definitely parts but i mean i think that look i here, maybe we can agree on this trash i'd say is one two maybe even zero i don't think the x-men movies were a one I gotta say, you at least give them like a four or five time. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. No, I, yeah, I think that's know, fair. because yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know? no, there were like, like you said, there were some good scenes. Like there, and there is still some scenes. Like I, I look at like Days of Future Past, and I'm like, damn, there's some really good ass like X Men fighting scenes in this. And even in that uh, that shitty ass Dark Phoenix movie, there is some good like X Men <laughs> action stuff. Uh, and even in that, yeah, well, Apocalypse was actually all around trash. That's yeah, Apocalypse, Apocalypse. I give that a one. Agree. Like they, oh, they showed up like. Yeah, they put they showed up and they spelled their names right. So like, I guess <laughs> like that kind of thing. But like, other than that, yeah. But no, those uh the Brian Singer ones, like yeah, four or five. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, I, I'll say this about the Brian Singer ones: the casting. I think the casting it, it, it they yeah, dropped the ball. We 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 can all agree they dropped the ball. But the cast, no no what? no 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 on the on, the, on some of the other stuff. Yeah, on some no, of the other no, stuff. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. Stuff, they dropped the ball, but the casting yes. was like. This these cat these cast this cast had the potential to That's really true. take off. Like the if they would have done this the right way, this these would have been our Avengers before the could, Avengers. Could not agree more with that. Yes, like because that yeah I, yeah and because and really those those actors did really good with what they had, uh, especially um, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Like they did really well with what they had. Uh, oh James God. Marsden, I thought was a great Cyclops. I, I thought he kind of embodied yes. that role pretty well. Um, uh, Earth Girl was a good, Girl was a good um, Jean Grey. Um, yeah, fantastic Jean Grey. Yeah, I think they yeah. they they screwed. He screwed up Rogue's character uh, to yeah, the point where it was not going to be saved by anything. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then you know, and even like yeah, but you're right. They but the casting choices were were strong. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. We'll yeah. give you that. I do think that that Storm. I mean, excuse me, that Rogue was was more jubilee if you watch like the very first yeah, episode absolutely. of the of the accent of the x-men comics mm. uh, uh cartoons it right. was uh it was based on jubilee's introduction and i yeah. feel like they just switched jubilee okay to, to, uh to the role mm -hmm. um but it's funny that you mentioned cyclops um because there have been some rumblings in the nerd universe about these upcoming x-men uh introductions to the mcu and somebody that we know has been pitched and actually, from what I understand, an article recently uh, was meeting with the heads of the MCU and the X-Men directors to determine whether or not he was going to join the cast. And it looks like we may have our first captain who may be a captain of the X-Men 
my man Chris Pine uh, met up with the X-Men directors uh, or the X-Men executives, excuse me, and discussed the potential for him to reprise the role as Scott Summers. And now that I've seen it, I, cannot I, I can totally see that. That's perfect. I, that's I think perfect. that's perfect. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, I, I have no problems with that. Absolutely, perfect. And you know, and you know that there, if they do, if they do go this route, then Scott Summers is going to be a lot more vocal because I can't see Chris Pine taking a, a role that doesn't have a lot of lines in it. Right. You know, unlike old boy that played it before, where he was kind of like a side, you know, he was kind of like a side dude in that. To be honest with you, in Wonder in the in the new Wonder Woman, he didn't really have that much lines in the, that movie either, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably you know uh, he, he should be happy for that. He didn't have to, you know, sink with that ship. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited if they do end up getting Chris Pine. Now, I'm a little that makes me a little nervous about Star Trek because I mean Star Trek has been no. I mean, J.J. Abrams basically you know shat that baby out and left it on the doorstep for JJ for for Jeremy Lin and Jeremy Lin. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not, not Jer- my bad. Not, I didn't mean to go to the NBA. Uh, old boy that made Fast and Furious. I forget his name. Um, uh, but it, the director of Fast and Furious ended up taking over the Star Trek. Yeah. But if they can do that with X Men, um, and bring this, I think that they're going to start doing X Men better. I mean, they, oh, they have yeah. to recognize that they have to at this point. Yeah. Apocalypse was an abomination. It was. It was yeah. it was it, it turned me off from X Men period like to the point where I was like I'm not even gonna I'm not I don't even wanna watch I don't even wanna see uh Game of Thrones because Sansa's in it and she's in Phoenix I, I won't rewatch it because I don't want it to remind me of how Man. bad that could have been what's up time yeah I was I mean to that point I I believe that the the way that we've been done with X Men um we like it, it's gonna take a lot to win us over so I think I think um. You know, if Marvel's smart, I think they go the series, the episodic series route, and get us get us reacclimated to this 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 to the X Men and yep. and let us grow that love and affection for them again. Because I'm telling you that people like, including uh, uh, Tyrone, uh, <laughs> have been hurt so bad by these movies uh, and stars that that we like. We're like, listen, as soon as you hear X Men talk. You're like, uh, yeah. No, but can I? Let, but let me let you in on a little secret. I'll tell on myself. Uh, as as much as deep as my hatred runs for some of these movies, my dumbass was in a theater for each one of them. Oh, shit. including Dark Phoenix. So like when like Avengers X Men is my shit. So like I I'm a like when they're like here's they're gonna be like here's an X Men shit sandwich. I'm be like I hate you and I'll be there to, to <laughs> like that's that's just that how, last yeah. we watched the last um that uh uh. What was that last one that they did, um, Vince? The the uh, one that's on this, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's from the it's from the X Men franchise where there was the kids at the at the oh the new oh. mutants. No, I won't watch that either. You did? I did you watch that. New, um, Tyrone? No, that one got pushed back uh, into like pandemic times, right? Like because they kept mm-hmm. they kept pushing that back and back. So yeah, that one that one uh, completely uh, I missed that one, and I started okay. watching it on uh, on streaming, and then I was like. I'm a, I'm a, no, it was I'm a terrible. I'm out. Was, yeah, was, I couldn't yeah. be past the first 15 minutes. That was terrible. That's a, terrible. another one that Kim was like, "Is this movie? <laughs> is this movie supposed to be this bad?" Or you know, I'm, not, I'm not watching it. But that's but what I, I'm saying. That's the the top, that like the the relationship between us viewers and that franchise. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, again! Like you, you're like ah, oh, fucking! I'm not getting that combat. If there's it. any, if there's any saving grace. 
for our listeners and watchers, if there's any saving grace to the X-Men franchise, it is on Netflix with the anime X-Men specials uh, series that they have. The Wolverine and the X-Men joint. Them motherfuckers is bad the fuck ass. And they (laughs) follow the storyline, but... I mean, in all anime, all your favorite anime stuff is in it. You know what I'm saying? The pew, pew, you know, showing the blade and showing the background and all that. Like, just yeah. watching X-Men as if it was Dragon Ball is is, is definitely dope. And, and they, spare no, they spare no expense on that. So that's pretty cool, man. And I, I mean, I hope that they get it. I would say if we had to, all right, real quick, final question on X-Men, which I don't know how we got here real quick. But just tell me Tyrone and then maybe mm-hmm. we'll go Yaz and Tylene. Uh, okay. What is your favorite? What's the best of all of the terrible X Men movies that we've had? Which one would you say is the best out of all of them? I mean, you know, uh, out of all of them, I would have to go Days of Future Past. Okay, uh, I, I think I think that was I think that's the strongest one when it when it, everything is is on the table. Uh, yeah. They still like they fucked up Sentinels. Like I don't know why they had to do right. that. Like you know, th- just different stuff like that. Like, I don't know why they keep doing shit like that. But uh, yeah, that one was was the better one. I mean, Bishop was always my boy too, so it was cool to see Bishop, even though it's a weird version of Bishop. And you know, there's I can I can always say something and then be like, but then there was this, and like I sound like right, that guy. Right. But yeah, Days of Future Past. Yeah, yeah. What you say? Uh, yeah, I agree with Tyrone. Days of Future Past was definitely like my the one I remember out of all of them watching. Like I still like have re- like if it's on, you know what I'm saying. I'll rewatch it or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I'm saying all right, Tyrone, Ty- Tyleen. Um, I'm gonna go with X Men United. Um, I think I, I, that was part two, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like that one just because it, it, you know, it kind of was like you know you got a, a look at all of the mutants. You got you know what I mean. You know you. It was an introduction to Dark Phoenix. It was an introduction to Juggernaut. It was an introduction to. Um, uh, it was a lot. It was a couple. It was a lot of people that that showed up. Um, um, Archangel. Uh, yeah. True. 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 So it was a lot. It was a lot of introductions and, and, and that that I recognize from comic book comic books. Can I add a little something real quick? Because Ty, you bring up uh, when you brought up Juggernaut, and it makes me think that that while. X-Men movies are one thing. The best X-Men have come from Deadpool movies so far. Colossus, Juggernaut. Yep. Uh, Deadpool movies have done X, have done X-Men yeah. better than X-Men movies have. Yeah, that Colossus version in uh, Deadpool is the Colossus that we saw in the X-Men aniver- animated uh, yeah. uh, version, and 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 the Juggernaut. Um, that was. Um, yeah. He's not the he's not the one we see in the animated version, but he's close. He's damn. Yeah, the closest he looks one. way better. Yeah, he looks way better than the one in, in X-Men United. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, the X Men, the the Juggernaut from Deadpool is even scarier yeah. than the ones in all because they basically made Juggernaut like a like as they usually do. The bigger of an enemy or villain you are, the dumber you are, right? Yep. <laughs> and and so, but they made this Juggernaut like he wasn't just an. I mean, I'm sure he probably is an idiot, but they didn't let that part <laughs> of him be exposed, right? Like he was just really huge. He was furious, he was fer- yeah. ferocious, mm-hmm. and they just let him be a big badass instead of being a big dumbass. And I mm-hmm. and I thought that, that that helped his creepy factor a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with the Days of Future Past. I, I it's very difficult to picture a movie in which they merged both ages of the franchise in such a seamless way to see young uh, uh, Professor X. And old Professor X, young yeah. Magneto, and older Magneto, sure. so seamlessly. 
and the same Wolverine, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, yeah. I, to, to, to have uh, uh, um, even to show that uh, uh, I like the last to, to Villa, I think it was Jilla, uh, Villa or whoever Jilla. was in the comment. So I said that they never really gave Storm her due. Right. If there was a saving grace for Storm, it was the last one. Even though she didn't have like a much of a speaking role, they they like they gave her the powers, they gave her a better look, and they still shat on her character in terms of her significance, but they definitely gave her more of a screen worthy presence. So I'm gonna agree with they, but I would say a close second would be first class because I really liked how they did first class. Um, I, I like yeah. the introduction of um uh, uh, um uh, of the uh, the new uh, uh Jennifer. Uh, uh mystique jennifer lawrence yeah jennifer lawrence as as, as mystique i like the dynamic between her character and uh and charles uh and uh and uh and, and magneto um oh, magneto, I, yeah. I really enjoyed the uh the seeing how charles xavier was before he was uh uh you know chair ridden and and uh, uh bald uh, yep. So I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the the prequel. It's one of the few successful prequels, uh, in my opinion. And then for them to be able to merge that with Days of Future Past, I think was the saving grace. And we and we also did learn a lot about and, and, and they actually did somehow. Oh, I'm I'm tripping. That was that was that was can last I, It was, can it I was pitch X2 it? that they did Gambit, right? Gambit was in X2. no. That was that was, uh, was X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. That shit was garbage. Um, was Wolverine. Oh, yeah. uh, let me. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, let me let me ask you a question real quick, Vince. Uh, so you're you're running the new X Men movie, right? And and it's time to cast people. And I bring to you this idea. I say, hey, what do you think of for Storm? Uh, Naomi Nagata from uh, from the Expanse. Uh, Dominic Tipper Ooh. is her name. And for Wolverine, Amos from The Expanse, West Chatham. What, what, do we think of, what do we think of those two casting choices? How, how are you feeling about that? Amos from The Expanse? As Wolverine, tell me you don't tell me you wouldn't be perfect. Tell me he wouldn't be perfect. Yo, yo, I'm I'm one hundred percent on board with Amos as Wolverine. Holy yeah. shit. And Naomi, now, so I think Amos Naomi would kill Oh, isn't he? Uh, I Amos has so. been because because I, I remember Amos has been one of those actors that's been around a long time in like low in the in like smaller movies. Mm -hmm. But I remember him. I, re I remember him specifically. So that's why I'm like he might be around the same age as 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 what you call it, low key. Yeah, yeah. I think he might be early, like late thirties, early forties. Uh, I'm I'm on board for uh, Amos. I don't know about Naomi as what? much. Yeah, I don't know about Naomi as much. Uh, I get I see what you're doing there. I think I, I'm not opposed to her style of acting and how she fits the body type of that role, but I still think it needs more star power, uh, or more or more acting chops. Um, She's 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 already Australian. I have no problem with Australians. All right, don't 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 at me. All right, you know everybody <laughs> down under. Um, but um, but she. I want. I wouldn't mind. I would not mind if our storm was all right. Here's who I picture as the storm. Okay. Uh, Tyrone Talim. You know that our movie, uh, our show, American Gods. We don't talk about it as much. Oh. But the girl that Ooh. plays in American Gods, who, who puts everybody in her pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yo, everybody hey, in uh, her pussy. Listen, bro. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would have her on anything, bro. Like, yes. I love, like, 
Tyrone, if Bruh, you have I'm sorry, did y'all just did y'all just say what yes, I said? We just did, say? we did indeed. Oh, okay, I know this. Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw the first couple episodes and oh, I can see, yeah, I can see that. Oh, I can see that. Amazing. She is yeah. amazing, man. Death yeah, she's got, snoop she's, snoop. she's she's even got a little bit of a storm look to her. She's got that kind yes. of re- regalness, like historical. Oh, like yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. She's got that royalty yes. look yes. to her. Yeah. So that's who I that's who I would like to see. Okay. I mean, that's that's the realm of which yeah, I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing a storm. My my choice for Storm originally was always Angela Bassett. I always thought that she would have yeah, made yeah. at her in her prime the perfect Storm. That she for sure. I don't want to say she can't be right now, but it wouldn't be the most optimal, obviously, yeah. with her. Angela you know, Bassett's still there. killing it, by the way. Uh, oh, shout yeah. out to Angela Bassett for uh, just saying I'm, I just decided not to age. So congratulations, <laughs> Angela <laughs> Bassett. Yeah. Hey, I will yeah. say this. I will say this though, like. As much as I would love that, like, yeah, Bill Quist, that's her name. As much as, as much as, as much as I would love her to be the 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 new Storm, I, she's most she's not likely to be that. But right. I'll tell you who they who's more likely to be Storm, um, Valkyrie. Oh, oh, she'd be dope now, after but, Storm, actually. But, yeah. the, but the, you I, said I doubt that. Power, I doubt that. So. I doubt it only because X-Men's going to be MCU now and they usually don't have, you know, unless there's like a lot of makeup involved or CGI or whatever, they don't ha- they don't have actors crossing over in MCU. Who wait, who Valkyrie? Who did you say? Tessa Thompson, the one who plays Valkyrie in Thor. Oh yeah, nah, yeah. she's definitely not going to be Storm. And she and in honesty, bro, unfortunately Tessa Thompson has a huge following, but she also has a huge hate following too. Oh shit, for She kind of has that Anna uh, uh what's and uh and Hathaway type of thing like there's a lot of people like us who just love what she does but then there's this undertow of like women that are like who is this bitch and why the fuck did she take all of the black roles she's she's black she's she's like racially ambiguous we don't know what the fuck she really is you know she's like half black half something else you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know what that was, Tyrone. That's that's me hiding every time. Every time somebody is like, every time somebody like Tessa Thompson starts getting hate for like not being black enough for roles, I start going like this. I'm like, let me go ahead and get nah, out of here. Yo, quick, come on, Tyrone. Character. That's not fair. Like, listen, it, it's it's it. I don't. I'm first of all, I don't belong to that. Um, that. that I know. I know. I'm I'm messing people. around. It's a it's a. Uh, it's but a second thing of all, like it's have. just weird that that's even a thing. But I think that she, frankly, I'm I'm gonna keep it real. This. I'm just this is me blood raw. I think it is time for a darker skinned uh uh of uh, um black woman to get her just due in the comic book universe. Uh we don't have that frankly if you think about it. Um most women in the comic book realm in in the hero realm period are of fair skin or you know what I'm saying even in, ambiguous so to speak. Uh, uh I mean even Halle Berry is is a, is Monica? a mixed weight. What about uh, Monica Rambo? Who? Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo is uh, hey, look, I said they need more, but even Monica Rambo, let's keep it real, as sexy as she is, as lovely as she is, as much as I would have each and every last one of her children, she's still of a of a of a browner, you know, of a, yeah, see, of that's, a, of a yeah, but that that's the part that really starts to use it starts to get aggravating. Like it's like it's like at, at some point it's like, okay, we get it, we get a, a, a darker skinned black woman, and then she's right. not dark enough. Right, then right, it's right, like right. it's like we need somebody. So, this is why we have 
Are yeah, you this like, is why like, we have three hour shows. Like vibes, like you want it like yes. that. I'm so Stop sorry. Like... Point, yes, <laughs> this is this is why we have three hour shows because now we're getting into the to colorism and comic movies, <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, love yeah. these conversations. These conversations are amazing because they're. Important. Well, you could play but, a badass uh, yeah. a badass storm though, if we really think yeah. about it. I mean, we know that she could hold her own. She owns her presence. You know what I'm saying? But, are, like, but, so. but she's already a koye though. We uh, we right. like yeah. So she's off the table for storm. Right, yeah, right, right. But but Yaz brings up a good point though. Yeah, I mean, I've completely, completely negated the door Dora Milaje. Yeah. I know it's Dora Milaje. Don't at me. I just been saying Dora Milaje. I think it's a whole series. About to, about to have a whole series. And they got a whole series out there. So I do want to make sure that Dick and I Guerra gets her just due. The young lady who plays Ao. I, I want to make sure that they get, I mean, they're not just black. They hella black and they bald at the same time. Right. And those are hard things to be black woman and bald. Those are three strikes in society. And they're a whole, there's a whole army made, oh, wow. made out of them. So you got to give them that credit. So you're hundred percent right. I mean, I will eat my words as it pertains to that element, the, the dark skin representation, because <laughs> not, not only in, not only were those young ladies heralded in the MCU, but even outside of, of Wakanda, like the, mm. the, the, the kind of respect they garnered in Falcon and Winter Soldier is undeniable. And I mean, they proved it too. It's like, all right, let's put the little point. Like, right. Maybe calm down. <laughs> yeah. They were like, don't do that. Don't touch him. Right. Yeah, don't, right, touch right. Him. So, don't touch him. Don't touch him. This said, this said in the comment section, he said Thondi Newton. Now, now we just said Tessa Thompson. And you gonna go, you gonna go uh lighter with, with Thondi Newton. He went lighter. He was like, okay, now, Tessa, all right, we'll go Thondi. Like all right, all right, yeah. Uh let's go ahead and block Vince real quick, man. It's gonna be one anyway. <laughs> but that's that's funny, bro. Um, but real quick, just in case. Uh, before we before we uh, move on, because we haven't, there's still two subjects that I haven't done yet. Uh, we were talking about for those of y'all who are not familiar. And by the way, full disclosure, uh, we kind of discussed whether or not this show is going to be two hours or more, and we try to keep it under two. But you know, I did my yeah. part. He's like, I did what they asked me to do. Yeah, right? said, no. I was like, I was yeah, like, right. you know. Let's uh and then real shit. But also let's keep in mind we didn't come on last week too. So we still yeah. got like last week pinup uh energy. Um, but yeah, we were talking about replacements potentially as a great question from Tyrone. Um, but Jazz, I don't think you watched the expanse. I think you should. I think that, I think no. that um I think Austin might actually may I don't know. You two guys, the two on the bottom are, are Austin's fan base. Uh, y'all may have a better, uh, 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 I think it's a hair thing. I'm starting to think it's a uh, hair thing. Uh, I don't see it. I, I mean, just, but for The Expanse, I mean, here's here's the simple truth about The Expanse. If you don't like The Expanse, you're wrong. I haven't, I haven't even it. tried watching it. That's like, it. to be completely yeah, honest with you, not, I know you guys have been talking that's about how good that show so is. so much oh, shit going on. And, like, you yeah. know, we've had so many shows coming out that I haven't got to, like, sit down and have a chance to watch it. So I promise you guys, one of these days, I will I will watch it. I did start watching Titans. I'm very happy with the recommendation. Oh, we got, we about okay. That yeah. Super, super dope. I'm loving Starfires. Like, you know, like how you guys, like, told me, you know, I, I own my woman masculinity. I love how she owns her <laughs> Like, she's like, like, I'm a boss ass bitch. I don't give a fuck. Like, try yes. me. I'm gonna beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yes. her vibes. I'm almost done with season one. Austin's been watching every single step of the way. So he loves the show too. So yeah, 
we are we're digging those vibes. I like the recommendation. So I'll check out. I'm Dave so Gray. happy to hear that. One of us has yet to watch uh the Titans. Who? I don't oh, know. Ask me. It's 100. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the the, the holdup is. I, it may be X uh, uh, Avengers, but uh, definitely check it out. And uh, as far as the Expanse goes, look, the Expanse. I can't wait for you to watch The Expanse, mm-hmm. yes. Like, we've I'm, all I'm watched it. it. I'm, I'm trying to I, – do I, you know it's one of those things that I forget about? You guys talk about it so much, and I'm like, damn, what they were talking about? Shit, I might have to go back and watch and, like, figure out which like which show it was. Like, sometimes I do that so I can make sure I'm on it, but that's just one. I don't know why it hasn't clicked in there. What what streaming service can I see The Expanse on? Well, Prime. Amazon. Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. And you're going to need about a three-month slot. because so And that's probably why I haven't – well, you that's probably why I haven't. It's not, that's not one of the main ones I watch things on. You know what I'm saying? Like Amazon, mm-hmm. like they, it's like a hit or miss with Amazon. You know what they give you for free yeah. and stuff like that. To this watch. one is a it's hit. Like, this is a free, this this is a is a free hit, hit. Yes. but it will take away three of uh, probably three months of your life to watch. Three months? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Five, yes. five, 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 five seasons. So five seasons, 13 five episodes a season. Hour, hour long. Three months of my life? Oh my God. Yeah. It's be better listen, for it. The, the beauty, the beauty of the expanse. Let me tell you what my fa- first and not first of all, the reason we're talking about the expanse is because Tyrone, in a genius way, kind of co, you know, brought these two Thank universes, X Men, <laughs> and he was rec- he was recommend. He was like, "What if Amos was mm-hmm. Wolverine?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, "Does everybody here know who Amos is? This is Amos from uh, uh from the expanse." Yeah. And I can't unsee the Wolverine now. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. his character is so, like, it, it's it's so complex. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to tell you most of it because, I mean, you just, you just got to watch it. But the dude is a certified badass. He takes no shit. But no. he doesn't, he's not like a villain. You know what I'm saying? And he's nowhere even close to it. But he almost has, like, damn near uh, 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 crosshair vibes uh, in that he has no emotion. And he just does whatever the fuck it is that he thinks is right, whether or not you give a fuck about it or not. There's, I don't want to tell too much, but there's, there's one of these seasons where you know he had he has a he, he kind of has a lover, and uh, he has to make a decision, <laughs> a split second as to whether or not, you know what, you just just yeah. watch just watch the series. <laughs> hey, now now my, now now Vince, I have a question because what version of Wolverine do you want? In the MCU at this point, do you want? Do you want? And, and when I say what version, I'm I'm saying because the version that we initially got of Wolverine is not comic book version of Wolverine. Comic book version of Wolverine is Cajun. He's Cajun. He like he, he talks with that. He has that like you no. know. No, he's he's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. That's what is yeah. Canadian. Yeah. But what? Well, yeah. I don't know why I say Cajun. Canadian. But he has the accent. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Gambit. So, but he has an accent. the The version that we got, what didn't really have that Canadian accent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I, I like when I when I think about these comic book, um, you know, adaptations and depictions of these of these characters, I I, I want them to kind of like be a little bit. I'm not saying it has to be canon, but I'm saying like right, right. there are key things like because Wolverine's whole backstory starts, you know, all in you know all in Canada. Like mm-hmm. right. like it's it's or or is it is it is it Canada or the Soviet Union? No, it's I mean, Canada. Yeah, it is. Canada. Canada. It's Canada. Yeah. So I because I because I want to I want to make sure that they if we get the you know like that 
And I wonder if Amos can actually pull that off. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, depending on where, you know, I think that a, a character's origin story is different from their life story, right? So, uh-huh. so like, just because he's from Canada doesn't necessarily mean... F- <laughs> that- yeah, but some of, his, some of his best stuff. Oh. Okay, Kiki, what's up? What's up? Some of Wolverine's best stuff as what was he? Weapon X, right? Wasn't he called Weapon X or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. That, Weapon X, that yeah. Was, like that was like if you're gonna like tap into Wolverine, you need to know why Stryker wants him so bad. Why? Right, 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 right. right. Why, what it is? You know what I'm saying? Like if like we saw it in the singer, they kind of touched on it a little bit right. and and gave you little like little pieces, but not they never really let you know that he was part of this unit that striker made and everything right. like that. you got you got there's other people part of that unit that are like really significant like what is it red um uh, uh Ooh, what you talking about uh, omega, omega red, red. omega red yeah. omega red and and like all of, you know what i'm saying there's a, a couple other people that were uh part of that unit too um so like i mean yeah. they, like that you know i would i, I kind of want to see that version and give well, you that like, that storyline well, like, like I was saying before, I was interrupted by some delicious eggs uh, that my daughter brought to me, <laughs> which I was be- hesitant to eat, but I am now going to end <laughs> the show because those eggs are really good. And not just kidding. Um, but yeah, one of the things we did. Oh, we already said that. Pablo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That might not be a bad idea, too. Pablo's we can talk about that. But the, the version of Wolverine that I want to see is I would like to see the one thing we didn't see. What, they gave us glimpses of it in Logan, right? They gave us flashbacks, mm-hmm. but we didn't see Wolverine when he discovered, like his his uh, like going Mutant through abilities. the process of learning that he actually had bones that penetrated his 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 hands. Right. Well, you know, yeah. Those weren't always blades, right? right? Um, but you know him learning that he had healing capability. We didn't really get a Wolverine origin story. What we got was a a solo Wolverine movie. Um, uh, mm-hmm. from, from, from Marvel in the beginning. Um, not as much of an origin story. In fact, I would, I would argue that X-Men one and two were Wolverine origin stories. Yeah. Uh, if you think yeah. about it, that's when ways, he yeah. was introduced to, uh, the school of the gifted. And that's also when he went back to, uh, right. to, uh, to confront Stryker about what they had done to him when they made him weapon X. And let's not forget just a quick side note that weapon X did not mean X. It meant 10 and he was the 10th of those experiments yep. which is why he was called weapon x um so there's one two three four five six seven eight nine uh to contend with of which one i believe was omega red um and that's why uh that last version of him as logan was so significant because they showed that even after weapon x he still they were still experimenting which is where the young girl came from um mm-hmm. from the new mutants the chinese so, girl yeah no 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 no, no oh, you're, you're oh about, new mutants okay never mind yeah never mind. yeah I'm, talk, I'm talking about uh I forget his, the the young girl's name, but mm-hmm. she ended up being she right now she's in uh uh the golden company uh the the you know the the the, the HBO um, Max joint uh, yeah, that, that we like uh, the, uh great um the, the, uh, blood and dark bone, dark dark no bones no, and no, blood. no not no bones nothing uh nah, it's, the, the dark the his dark materials his dark materials but you're, you're yeah but, but you're talking about uh the the character you're talking about is is it's another one of those weapons though. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I like I'll point to yes, <laughs> like she's on my yeah, screen. Like, like, point like, everybody. What me? You. Get off of my wall right now. But yeah, but yeah, but but I, I. So the question was, what version of Wolverine? I wouldn't mind seeing a young, just learning who his powers are. And, and I don't know if Amos is the guy for that. I mean, he's a little aged as well. No, but, he I mean, would have he to be like literally like 12 years old if that were the case. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I don't, I'm not looking for like a pubescent uh, Wolverine, maybe 17, 18 adolescent Wolverine, uh, you know, just now learning to because when we're introduced to Wolverine, he's already fought hella wars. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm -hmm. old and shit, you know, even not just in his appearance, but in his is how long he's been on the earth. So I don't know. The, the best part about Wolverine, Tyrone, Talim, is that like this version of Wolverine could still be in his infancy because he's he's his his aging slows down because of his healing power, right? So we can say that this is an origin story with Amos, him just now learning the same way he did with Hugh Jackman. And, and I mean and, and it'll still work. It'll make sense. He doesn't have to be like Zac Efron <sighs> like uh Tracy tried to make him in that one time. You know what I mean? So I, I, don't think think so. I don't think so. I don't think he has to be that old. I mean, like, uh, I mean, as far as like that young as uh, Zach Efron, because, again, you know, I just really think that it's important that we see when he was a part of that unit as yep. X. If we see okay. why he like, let us see the development of the killing machine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I want to see. I want to see what all what that, that striker had had you go through the training you right. know like you know what makes wolverine be able to move and do it and all of the stuff that he's able to do and be who he is so like I, you know that's that's all i honestly think you're on to something and i think that what you're describing for me is a series and not a movie and that's what i've been saying from the jump i said i said if they reacclimate us to all of these characters if you do it episodically you can do each character. You can do Storm Soul's whole origin story. You can do Wolverine's origin story. You can do Gambit's origin story, Nightcrawler's origin story. You can do all of them and, and make them episodic and 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 create a, a huge buzz that would call would 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 create uh you know let a, a a buzz for it. Like you know what I'm saying, like let us have let you know let, let let's get another X-Men movie. But right now, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. I think what's what's more likely though is uh, that we start seeing random mutants popping up in different movies, like you know, uh, as kind of introductions to the idea of of mutants and introductions to the idea of the X Men, and then you know, until eventually we just kind of get ourselves into whatever X-Men movie, whatever they show up as a group or whatever. I think that's kind of how, that's what I would see the MCU doing. Uh, I don't know, but I, but I do, I think the idea that you have is great. I think it would be, if, if they did that idea, I think it would, I think it would be good. I think it would be helpful, but I just, I don't know if, if they'll go that route with a property as big as the X-Men. I think, I think you hit it right dead on the head without even knowing Tyrone. I think what, what it is, is I think they will administer these characters into different, um uh series not movies like we with like the, the marvel series that we have um you know on on uh disney plus yeah you can sprinkle a, a wolverine in. Yeah. we thought they did it. yeah they did in wandavision you for yeah. a minute we were like oh shit, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly exactly so the idea is not is 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 there so they, they could probably do it that way too 
you could do it that way as well yo uh yeah, um lisa just made a comparison it just made a suggestion and and i just took a second to look this up because i didn't know who this young lady was at first but she made a suggestion for somebody that she thinks we should could be in the run into play storm and she recommended this young lady named kiki lane have y'all heard of kiki lane she was in if bill street can talk yes. or something like that yes and okay. i hadn't i hadn't heard of it i didn't know what it was but i just found a, a quick picture of her and i have to say uh i am not opposed to this selection this is a stock photo so forgive the overlay um but this is who she's talking about oh shoot i didn't put it up. i'm gonna say wolverine <laughs> no this right here my bad oh yes oh what's up storm oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah i can see it as a new storm and i was okay. like oh, okay okay I lisa we see you with your recommendations yeah yeah lisa well lisa no she's burying in any day <laughs> she Lisa is an honorary member of the panel. She just happens to speak from the comment section. Oh, and <laughs> Naomi Harris is one that she said. Now, I don't know if y'all know who Naomi Harris. Y'all know. We talked about Naomi Harris a yes. little bit. Um, Naomi Harris looks like she could be the part. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I could see it. But um, I think I would rather. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to. I'm going to sign off on Kiki Lane before i sign off on naomi Harris. i don't mind naomi but she's already money penny you know what i'm saying i mean she's she's got a couple things going on so i think i'm gonna let that go but one thing is for certain this is the uh oh by the way this is the young lady from um oh damn it i keep going to the i'm on the wrong thing on my what you call it this is the young lady from uh american gods that i thought would oh yes that is cool. um, oh yeah for sure yeah i think she'd okay. make a good uh storm that's just me personally, you know no, what I'm saying? I'm with you I, mean, on I don't, that. I'm, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't I, agree. I, I think you, you agree with that, Tyrone? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but she, she checks all the boxes. She checks all the boxes. Mm -hmm. She looks, she, she looks like royalty. I would just like, she, she got that, that royal look to her, like that right. look where, like, okay, I'll follow you. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Look, she, I'm, looks I'm like, a... she looks like her skin has been kissed by the Kenyan sun. Yeah, I was that, literally, <laughs> no, bro, hey, literally, Tyrone, Tyrone, I was literally going to say, I'm going to say the un popular thing to say is that she looks african all right she looks authentically african she looks authentically uh natural in that element in a majestic queenish i command the room attention when i walk in type of power and she already has the accent already has the accent already has the accent play around with it like the last girl did already and has that it. poor young girl um in apocalypse oh, who had to try to do that 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 kenyan mm -hmm accent um it, it didn't work out that well for her unfortunately i don't know if i'm feeling that was zoe, that was zoe kravitz no, it was that, not zoe kravitz, zoe kravitz so kravitz was in the first class. first class and she played a butterfly uh and <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i was angel. necessarily that excited about Call that angel. uh but it is yeah. what it is but this is naomi uh I, i've seen her in a couple yeah. things i'm not yeah. really much I, i'm thinking that we can all agree on this vote uh, definitely with the black girl magic that she ensues, and I think that 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 majesticness yes. that she has, it just just it's out of her. It's not even in her control. Like she just has it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I'm looking for when it comes to a storm. Yeah, you know I mean, damn man. Uh, so our storm uh, and X Men banter has taken up all of the. <laughs> I, I had so much to talk about, man. I don't know if we want to end it right now. There's a couple of things I want to go over real quick before we kind of start trying to wrap things up um one of the things that i wanted to wrap to wrap with y'all real quick was um while we were at megacon i had a chance to um 
uh, to, to, to cop a few comic books. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. One of the ones that I got into was uh, the Thunderbolt series. I hadn't really been introduced to the Thunderbolts as much as I would like to. And I just learned that, holy shit, I've been sleeping on the Thunderbolts. Uh, <laughs> the, I, they, they, they are going to be coming out with a live action series, either a series or a movie about the Thunderbolts. And for those of y'all unfamiliar with it, just to kind of say as quickly as I possibly can, the Thunderbolts, think Marvel's version of Suicide Squad, but not exactly. All right. It's basically, you know, misfits who are made into villains, but they're convincing the people that are villain, uh, that are the heroes, that they're actually good people now. But your whole thing is, as the audience member, in situational irony, you get to learn whether or not you get to determine whether or not they're being honest, they're being truthful. Are they really good? Are they really reformed? Are they really just playing to get their own way? Once they get their way, do they take over the universe? Like that's one of the cool things about it. And their leader is one of uh, one, you know, the one and only Baron Zemo. And mm-hmm. holy fuck, Baron Zemo hasn't even begun. Like the the on screen version of Baron Zemo, this dude ain't he, he. What he's done as a human being without any powers as of this point. <laughs> is ridiculous compared to the shit that he can do when he actually starts acquiring the ability to do stuff. So I just want to put y'all out there with that. Like, look forward to the Thunderbolts. If you have no idea who they are, get to know them. Yeah, we can see it happen. I can't wait. We can see it all right. kind of coming together oh, in the MCU. See it I'm, happening. So, I'm so happy, yeah. Right. And, and look, look, Tyrone, this is how they do it. Like, they give us Baron Zemo in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. They give us Taskmaster in Black mm-hmm. Widow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're making these different villains in these different movies, and then they merge them all yep. in a thunderbolt. How genius is like? Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like even though I'm still you know Taskmaster, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, General I, Ross too. Like General Ross is still around yeah, doing Ross, his thing. Yeah, Ross is still, bro. It, all mm-hmm. I'm saying is, listen. Uh, uh, take if you don't know Thunderbolts, uh, uh, lore. Uh, if you have, if you were as excited as I was about the Civil War saga, the the comic book saga, all right, um, this Thunderbolts takes place within that realm, and just imagine when the superhero registry became a thing, and then there were certain superhero, and it's so relevant, Tyrone, mm. because now we have vaccine passports, right? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying now we have vaccine mandates, mask mandates, you know things like that that are happening in the real world that you could draw a line to the parallels in these situations. There are superheroes now because of the Superhero Registry Act that led by one Tony Stark, just like in the comics, all right? Now they have to hunt down and find the superheroes that are not, that are refusing to register. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, come on, bro. So they hired the villains who are like, fuck it, we'll register if we can get our records wiped clean and we'll hunt down these fuckers for you. And then they hunt down the people that normally would be hunting them down, right? But they're the government. You know, like the, the way, bro, like the whole the whole complexity of it is so dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? In one one in one uh one particular page, uh uh Baron Zemo mentions the fact he's oh, it's not even Baron Zemo, it's uh the mystique, the the mist the mysterio uh I forget, I forget who it is, but this one is, is this Asian. Oh, the radioactive man. Radioactive man is like, so uh, uh, So let me get this straight. We're forming a group. Y'all always talk to shit because radioactive man is from China. He's like, y'all always talk to shit about China and how forceful the government is. Meanwhile, here we are at the American government 
that we're trying to find a way to find hunt down Captain America and imprison him. Just let that just just let that just let what I just said sink on you for a second. Like we're trying to imprison Captain America. All right. <laughs> like so anyway, I'm sorry. I just thought that that was fascinating. I, I love it when groups like that come apart, come together, which is why I'm also happy that Yaz did get a chance to check out the Titans uh, 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 release of, for this year. Uh, the season three of the Titans is now out. Um, three, uh, two, three out of four of us are into it. Um, yeah. And that leaves one uh, uh, curly haired, uh, deep voiced uh, gentleman uh, all in the world by himself. Uh, yeah, um, you said earlier. I thought I thought you meant Yaz, <laughs> and then you said deep voice, and I was like, "Oh, it's definitely Yaz." <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Whoa! <laughs> I'm out now. No, you don't have Ain't a deep no voice. No Peggy Yaz, Carter though. over here. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, come over here, Cam. No, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to watching it. I am. It is on the list. 100 is on the list. Uh, listen, uh, now I don't know. Honestly, Tyleem, Ty I, I don't know whether or not I predict that Tyrone is going to like this or not. Just d- d- considering how he com- <laughs> obliterated X Men one and two, um, and it, plus I don't ever hear Tyrone talking about. Movies? Yeah, I don't ever hear Tyrone uh, the, the bad Ty. I don't ever hear Tyrone talking about any of the CW Flash series, any of the Arrowverse. I don't know if that's his jam. You know what I'm saying? And this, this, this season of titans this titan series frankly um is is it almost feels like an extension of the cw verse with with cursing and and sex and violence (laughs) and and more graphic violence um so i don't know what do you think tyrone i mean excuse me tyrone do you think that tyrone's gonna like this if he watches it i don't i don't um, can i help with just because i I did watch uh most of the arrow uh i did watch uh the first three or four seasons of the flash and i I thought I, I thought CW was doing a good job with the shows. Arrow, I, yeah, yeah, I thought, right? D, yeah. yeah, I thought DC's biggest problem was that they didn't, you know, tap into that uh, in for their movies. But yeah, so sorry. What do you think? What, do you think I like it? Well, Hearing that, just, now that now that I have all the information, yeah, uh, <laughs> um, nah, I think he will like it. If he liked Arrow and he liked The Flash, then he'll definitely like this because um, um, it it is just what you described, um, but. I think the story, the storylines and the, the, the I mean, the fact that they're deep diving into certain characters and giving you uh, the first and second season, they give you a lot. They give you a lot. They give you backstories. They give you a, um, you know, origin story of certain characters. Um, and and the fact that they're actually incorporating all of the Titans. That's one of the things like I wanted to make sure like they did was incorporate all of them. Like, Beast Boy, we got a Beast Boy, bro. We got a real live Beast Boy. And it's not just in name. He changes, bro. So, like, like, yeah, like this. Yeah, man. I think he'll like like it. Animorphins type shit. You get to see him. Like, it's it's super cool. You, you, you got you got all your villains. So they they they're they're tapping into Deathstroke. They tap into uh, Joker. They tap into Scarecrow. They tap into all of the the DC villains that you're you're affili- you're you're already affiliated with because of Arrow and Flash and you know all of the, all of those different um, CW joints you'll 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 also see in this as well. Yeah, I'm I'm actually frankly uh, what Tyrone's uh, uh, his 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 feelings about the CW have given me a little more insight into his psyche. I think I'm starting to 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 understand a little more 
I think Tyrone is a, is a plot line guy. All right, Tyrone is all about uh, Tyrone. Do you are you a book reader? Are you more of a book reader than you are a, a movie goer? You you give me book reader vibes right now. Uh, I'll take that as a compliment. I don't read as much as I would like to, but uh, I, I I do I do put a lot of value in story. Okay, okay. So so for you, like for instance, like I, I noticed how you guys both ties said that the army of the dead wasn't really that i mean it, it was a it was a fun movie but it wasn't a good movie right and you and you also said that um what was that other movie that i that i watched that i thought was tomorrow war tomorrow war yeah you said tomorrow war it was it was a terrible movie but it was a good visual or something like it was that fun. it was another another fun and and I, I liked it better than uh, army of the dead it was another fun movie but yeah not not great but but i'm noticing that you're saying that these the arrowverse is was was pretty good the first couple seasons and well, I, I i will concur 100 i think the arrowverse honestly was is 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 like pretty phenomenal if you think about it like the arrowverse is first of all the green arrow as a comic book character is complete trash like he, there's there is no nothing fascinating he's hawked out a a billionaire play i mean we heard this story before all right the queen's family all right give me a break uh, billionaire owns the city owns everything son gets lost on an island all right comes back with an arrow all right <laughs> and and good marksmanship and all of a sudden everybody in the city is like you failed this city mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit but the the script writing is so good like Every time they end the episode, they reel you right into the middle of that next episode, and you go on, like, look, like, yeah, it's like you start yawning, but you're still you you stay on for the whole ride, all 28 episodes per season. Like you're like, holy so shit, yeah. I'm captivated by this, and somehow they didn't up trans. So for you to like that says to me that you probably would like Titans because it is more plot, it is more, it is a well written script. Yeah. It's it like good a, stuff. It's yeah. well written. That's my big secret. <laughs> except when it comes to Batman. I think that they're they're being real weird, Tyrone Tyleem, with, with the Batman inclusion. Oh shit. I don't okay. I don't like Titan series. Yes. Because and, well they, they as they should, because it's not about Batman. It's not about Batman. Exactly. Titans is Titans is basically about the next generation. Yep. And and they're spot they're spotlighting who they should spotlight, which is um night um uh nightwing, nightwing. Yeah. yes not, this is this is nightwing's story this is not a batman story this is nightwing's team this is not batman's thing uh so so like I, they they touch on batman as much as they need to yep. you know they don't they like they 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 let you see him briefly because really honestly i don't like the guy that plays batman that's what I, that's the only thing i was trying to say yeah oh, okay <laughs> yeah. the only thing i was I trying to say like cast as batman i don't like yeah that. Yeah, so they, got, I mean, they got Jared Leto playing Batman. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> nah, man, but they just got this. They got that. Like every, it seems as though like there is an overabundance of British actors, and it seems like we can never find uh, a, a good American actor when it comes to um, putting them in. A, and it, there was no reason to, first of all, to have this guy. He's like, oh, I'm Batman. He's an English I know for you, and like I'm, I'm telling you, when I hear dialects and I hear like those, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why, why is this is not 
England. Like yeah. that man is not from England. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why. And you know, yo, I'll I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. I mean, I, I this isn't gonna take too much away from you because they do kind of tease who Batman is the first the, the first two seasons and then the, toward the end that is a big reveal. Um I'm debating over whether I should tell him who it is or not. Like I don't know. I, I, don't, Girl, know don't, tell me. I don't know who it is, so don't tell me. Okay, okay, okay. I will I won't tell you, but let's just say it, it uh it, it's a it's a character that is not uncommon to HBO's at uh, HBO series. Uh we'll put it like that. You may you may or may not have seen So is it is it is it uh the dude from Smallville? No, oh, you mean the, you're talking about the actor? The actor Yeah, the actor the actor that plays him. They don't show you they kind of you know, you know, do the do the uh, oh, explain yeah, yeah. in the shadows thing mm. for the you know, for the first for the first couple seasons and then yeah. they do the big reveal and you're like, oh all right, you know, all right, you know, whatever. But the best part about the the, the Titan series, from my opinion, is the delving into the multiple Robin scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is no spoiler, Tyrone. I mean, you don't yeah, have I mean, to be I mean, a big Batman fan to know that Robin is not Dick Grayson, right? Um, at, at all times, like there's multiple. Robins. Oh man, Austin was getting pissed about the the facts and this. It was so funny. I wish I could have recorded him. What what was what was his problem? So like he was like Dick Grayson is not Robin. Oh my god, it was like dude, it was so great. And then he was like when the Jason Todd because we're on the first season, you know, when the Jason Todd episode came up, he was like, who the fuck, Jason Todd? He was like he was not. And then like he went and looked it up, and then he was like trying to tell me something. And I was like Jason Todd was the second Robin. Like what are you talking about? I was like like, do some fucking research, Dick. You should have seen him. He was like so adamant, like. He's like, this is pissing me off. And then we were watching the Jason Todd episode, and he was like, oh, Jason Todd was the second. Okay, okay. All right, all right. I, got I want to I, I like, wish Austin a speedy recovery like, from that bus that just ran him over. Into Nightwing. He's like, when, when the fuck's that going to happen? And I'm like sitting here like, you got to wait. They're getting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, my that God. Point where he yeah, just that's the best part. You know what I'm saying? His Robin, you know, and, I'm, and Austin's like, Nightwing's coming, huh? Nightwing's coming, like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love the way they unfold this because they do take their time. They 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 they, 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 they take their time and they're very detailed with how they like it. When you see like like the transition from Robin to Nightwing and then the transition from somebody to somebody, that's cool. So 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 it's it's they're they're doing that. They're taking their time. Um, yeah. you know, uh, we had some, we had a, a couple of, a couple of people at, um, Megacon. I don't remember their names and I, and I apologize, but they were like really, really big DC fans. They were at the, at the panel mm-hmm. and they were, they were like talking about, um, Starfire and how they want to see yes. her character look more like the character in. Yeah. In, she's in here. Yeah. I think that's a, no. I think that's Chase no. chasing his girl. No, 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 it's not that. no. That's okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. Sorry, not, go ahead, bro. But, 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 uh. But they were saying how they wanted the character to look more um, like she does, I guess, in the animated version and also in the comic books. And uh, I saw um, episode four uh, uh, last night. I watched it. Uh, I was up late and watched it last night. And um, they are really doing some things and talking about, like I said, they're they are doing everybody's backstory. Mm-hmm. They are giving you everything that you need to know about each character, including the villains, by the way. Uh, they so they, they they go into the villain stuff and everything too. So that's that look, man. This is a really good series, and it's 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 nice to see 
um, DC kind of taking off with the with the uh, momentum that they got from Suicide Squad and dropping this right around that same time because it kind of keeps them relevant. Well, well I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm very curious, um, Yasmin, as to what who, who the fuck Austin thinks Robin is like. He, he so like be- he knows he knows like you know like there's Jason Todd and there's Dick Grayson. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows that you know, but like he just wasn't sure the sequence of like when they all like came to be Robin. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I was like trying to explain to him oh, like. Okay. I was like, well, you got to think about it. I was like, Dick Grayson's parents died in Batman took him in. I was like, that's how he became the first Robin. Like, it wasn't like right. a choice. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it, 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 life happened. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. and that's what I was trying to explain to Austin, you know, when we were watching this and why, you know, the character Dick Grayson in the show had so much animosity towards, you know, just, just Batman in general. You know what I mean? And just like how yeah. he shaped yeah. his life to be. So, I mean, I, I was like trying to help Austin understand what I already knew. You know what I mean? But he was just like, right. He was just like so like uh like that like Jason Todd's a third Robin. I'm like, no, he's not. Look it up. Like, oh my God. I was like, I can't argue with you and watch it at the same time. I was like, so use your internet while I'm watching. And like he looked it up. What? I I'm I'm really starting to want to see a Yaz and Austin watches shit series like i really think reality tv show yeah man there's something there man like yo just you and austin watching shit should be its own (laughs) shit man like i i want to see that shit like i want to see austin like dude what the fuck is he talking about man he's not like dude what the fuck are you talking about do your research go ahead yeah, he was heated. You should have seen him. Like it was. It, I'll I'll ask him if we can record one of our heated battles. You know, while we're watching the show, uh, because we it, we've had them a lot. Um, with the whole <laughs> throughout the show, you know, just like with with Starfire and Raven and just some of the uh some of the backgrounds with them. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that and like how like Raven's parents, you know, like came to whatever in the show and everything. So yeah. like it, it's it's definitely been interesting. I'll tell you that. But I mean, like you know, we're. We're, we're hardcore fans of Teen Titans. So the fact that he's like trying to argue with me about should I already know about it was just like, wait, I'm just like sitting here, like looking at him, getting all like, oh, I know, I know what's going on. I got this. And I'm like, no, you don't. Just, just use your phone. Let me finish watching this. And then we can talk about it after. Yeah, because we still haven't, like, we we still haven't even got to the the real Robin based on the Titans. Right. Um, you know, which is which is Damien, which is which is uh Batman's it's son. Fun. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, we haven't even we haven't even scratched the surface of of the Robins because they're they're now in this season three are implementing a new Robin, and the new Robin is uh, I believe black and Asian. So oh, they yeah. and he's not Damien. So we we still got another Robin before we get to Damien. So oh, and let's let's talk about the new Robin uh, because uh, you know it has been revealed that as of late. That our Robin uh, may be getting a little bit of action, um, uh, some action of the, uh, the the same persuasion kind, oh. um, and uh, that's something that has some people riled up and some people are excited. Uh, some people don't give a fuck. Some people say, "Hey, it is what it is. You do what you do. Live your life." Some people say, "Live your life out there." Some people say, "Live your life just away from me." But uh, uh, one thing is for certain. And that is one of the Robins um, is is uh, is, uh, you know, is looking for another Robin. Uh, uh, and, and, and the way it came about is um, he uh, this Robin actually um, he uh, saved somebody 
And at toward the end of that that whole thing, the the young man asked him for out for coffee. And Robin has to decide whether or not that's something he's open to or not. And so the struggles of his sexuality are now introduced into the Batman saga. And I, for one, me personally, you know, me as somebody who's who's open for all equality of all sorts, I'm happy for it. I want to see it. I want it to be more integrated. I want them to be able to, I want, you know, people of all persuasions to be, to feel welcome into the comic book world. Um, I hope it doesn't bring any hatred into the, into the world uh, because I know a lot of people are very anti just because that's not what they grew up with, but I wouldn't be opposed to seeing this. Now I personally, as I've already told y'all, I don't want to see anybody kissing at all. I don't care how long I've been married. Like I'm just against affection uh, <laughs> in general. Like okay. I don't want to see. When we was at MegaCon, I was like, "Yo, Ty, you and your wife, y'all are a little too close to each other." You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't even want to see like people get along at all. Like in this picture, it made me uncomfortable that y'all was like latching arms. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like any of that. So. For me, that's the part. You like, like, like any of that. Well, yeah, I don't want to see any of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't fuck your marriage. All right. I don't just keep that shit behind oh, closed doors. All of us should be in the closet when it comes to sexuality. You shouldn't tell. No, I don't care how hetero, homo. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck? You, I don't give a shit. Keep. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just but, normalize it. If if if, if that's yeah. the case, just normalize it. Don't spotlight it because that's yep. what I hate. Like don't okay. like. Don't 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 spotlight my heterosexuality. Don't right. spotlight his, his you know his his sexuality. Like just normalize it. If, uh-huh. if if they're in a relationship, they're in a relationship. But right. don't make this like all about that. No, like, you know let, I mean? like, let me let me stop you right there, Ty, because some people will think that even trying to normalize it is accentuating it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you could take the same exact storyline? Let's say between um, Barry Allen and uh, and. Um, What's old girl name in Flash? The his 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 uh his love interest uh the black girl I, I forget I forget the girl's name. Ooh. Somebody in the comments put me uh, set me straight. The black girl in uh in, in the Flash. Oh, it's Flash. Um, day, uh, Daisy. Why, why why is this? Uh, and I watch this all the time. Why is this? Uh, the, yeah, the, da- uh, Daisy. Da- da- th- no, no, Daisy. Don't 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 do that. Not Daisy. Not, not <laughs> you Daisy. It's something. Iris. Like um, Zach and Zach and Iris. 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 Okay, Iris. my bad. Iris. Iris. Yes. They're like yes. screaming. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Daisy. Iris. Iris. God damn it! How dare you? Zach you know, you know? Iris. What's her name? Cornea. Eyelash. Billy Eilish. The the um. Nah, but um. Like, say that it was the exact same love's interest, but it was instead of it being a young lady, it was a man. Anybody, uh, anybody who's who's caught up on this notion that if it's about gay folks, it somehow is them force feeding it to you. They would say that that love interest, that that plot line is being forced down their throat. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter to some people, just the introduction or the inclusion of a non-traditional relationship in the in in the wheelhouse of a mainstream uh, 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 format, is them is the industry or Hollywood force feeding you uh, you know something that you don't need to be. For- now you got to tell your kids. I saw this meme the other day that made me. I was like, so oh, I feel bad for people nowadays. You got to explain who a who a he is and a she is and who a he she is and who is like that's not that difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like just because we got to do it nowadays, it's not going to take my whole life. It's not going to fuck up my whole day. Like this shit has existed. They just had to do it in shadows. And if we're supposed to be the United States of America where one is free and all is free, then we should have been doing that stuff. So we playing catch up right now. So yeah. I, for one, am not opposed to, I welcome 
a gay plot line. Uh, <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. You just I gave plot line. Dare I say there may be plenty of plot holes uh in this story? Uh oh man, look at you, bro. All right, that was no, I think, uh, but Ty, you know, Ty's use of the word normalized, though, I think is important because that's that's the thing is like you ultimately we want to get to a place where you're just like, oh, OK, here's this character. And yeah. Here's his powers. And oh, and he's gay and he's what right. like, it's just it's just something that is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to where yep. we just we don't even think about it. You know, it's just OK, this person is this now. That's how representation works. That's how normalizing works. Get it to the point where it's not always a reaction thing. Like we don't you know, we don't ever react to heterosexual couples on screen because that's just what we've been taught is quote normal uh so when we when we help to normalize uh when we help to normalize homosexual relationships or anything that you know is is somewhere on that spectrum that's not where we are it helps to make it less of a reaction less of a thing to where one day we won't even see these headlines it'll just be like uh, hey we got a new character and it's awesome yeah yeah so because that's where the force feeding i think that because you mentioned force feeding and i think that's where um, some people come in with that idea of being force fed is when you make it, 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 it changes the whole movie plot from just being a plot to now it's the gay plot. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, like, like, because we added this, this aspect of his, his, uh, his nature, uh, to the movie. Now it has to be, you know, um, magnified on screen. Nah, it doesn't. It's just, he just, he just happens to like guys instead of girls. So like, it shouldn't be any different. Like, you know, it, with Flash, you you probably see Iris and 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 um uh uh why why am I Barry, Barry yeah uh Bar you see Barry and Iris kiss maybe three or four times in in like eight seasons. <laughs> you know what I'm so it's not a lot. It's not like they're like they're always hugging. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they spotlight their relationship. I mean, of course, oh, we know yes, they do. Like, it's, it's the we Flash know. is basically the Flash because of Iris. Like, uh, no, no, I mean, not, not really. It's because of his dad and because of his um. It's, it's for, yeah, it's because of their family, their family uh uh dynamic. It's because they all are down for each other. That's yeah. that's kind of yeah. what that's kind of what it is with him and the team. That's what it is with him and, and Iris and the rest of the family. Is that family dynamic? As long as we got each other, mm -hmm. then we can do anything. That's what that is. It's not. Just spotlighting him and Iris. Him and Iris are in love, so of course right. it seems like they're, they're, you know, they're spotlighting not Iris. But Iris has made, got kind of created her own identity throughout these series, yeah. you know. So, so it's not just that. But, but yeah, man, I just I normalize it. Let's just keep it moving. Like, you know, Robin but likes. Yo, not, let me interrupt you. In order to normalize it, you gotta announce it. I mean, don't you? Right. In order to whoa, normalize whoa. it, you don't. You gotta gotta. Don't you? I mean, listen. No. Hold on. Let, let me hear me hear me out. This this article that I that is on the screen right now is not a DC article, right? This isn't this isn't an article that was generated by Detective Comics. You know, this is the world catching on to the news that they released that was not a headline. Like they didn't have on the cover, "Gay Robin Episode 3. Like it wasn't. That's not how it was. This is the world reacting to DC normalizing this in their comic. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a big deal. They, they it, it was an episode in which at the end of it, one of the last pages decided to have him showing up at his at, at somebody who offered him a date's uh, 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 um, house and him accepting the offer to go to coffee with him. But the headlines picked it up because it's not normal. 
because it's different because it's not a usual storyline that's in a mainstream comic and so in order to make it so that it is one day you'll put a, an article like this up and you'll be like so what but now it's not now it gets shared hundreds of thousands of times because it's different and i think that's a part of the normalization process is it not now, I thought normalization is kind of not bringing attention to it. Is that is that what makes it normal? What if because like if I if I if I if I'm if I'm a dater uh, in a world of dater dating, um, and it's not it's not really something to spotlight because everybody does it. You know what I'm saying? So like the only reason this is being spotlighted is because it's a guy, and that's why I'm saying the normalization comes in the fact of looking at the dynamic of it as guy girl all of all of it being the same. Therefore, you don't bring attention to it because it's a guy. Now, if, it, if you're bringing attention to it because it's a date, that's different. But the fact that you say, oh, he's coming out of the closet. He was on a date with a boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where the, uh, the, the difference comes. And you're like now, you know, kind of singling it out from the normal, the normals, you know, dating, of, you know, environment. That's well, I, uh, but I, I want to help uh, because Vince, you made a really good point. It's, it's the world's reaction. And uh, and so when it comes to like the norm normalizing it, it is like you because you can't control the reaction. So uh, like Vince was saying, they wrote it to where it's like, hey, here's just a thing that's happening, just like any other thing that's happening in the story. And then the reaction is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's and so that's the kind of nuance there. So the normalization can't necessarily be done by just one. So it, it can't be done in the script or in the story because you're like, here's a character and here's what he would do. And that's just what it is. And then the audience is a whole other thing. The audience is like, oh, wait a minute. I picked up on something or I, you know, I feel this way about this and I got to go share my feelings. And, and so the normalization is or the, the ultimate goal of something being normalized uh, is to say it's, it's becoming a thing that is that is not so uncommon that we have to talk about it every time it happens. Uh, right. We can just we can just say, oh, it's a thing that is happening. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, to give an example, it's sort of like how uh a lot of people, a lot of straight people are starting to call their uh, their significant others, their partners uh, in in a way to help normalize identifying somebody as a partner. So it doesn't seem so, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like such a big deal when somebody who's homosexual says it or when somebody who's pansexual or bisexual, whatever. Uh, so we just all use partner so we can all just it's just a common thing. Uh, you know, right. that's just kind of like the theory behind that. So. Uh, there's a lot of nuance. It's not normalization isn't necessarily one thing or the other. There's a lot of nuance in between. And it's it's part reaction. It's part, uh, you know, in this case, writing and pre presentation. And ultimately, it's all th this this part of it, I think, ultimately is is all positive. Uh, it's all in the right direction. And I think the conversation is the right conversation. And I just want to be clear, like when I was speaking, I was I was actually really just speaking in the in the the direction of the writers. I wasn't right. really speaking in the direction of the response. Um, and that's why I said, norm when I'm, when I'm speaking of normalization, I'm just like, you know, if, if you're going to put it out there, just put it out there, but don't yeah. try to spotlight it. Don't make it, don't make like, you know, don't, don't dedicate all of, you know, a whole, a whole two, three I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, and and, and to, to that, I will say, you know, just to, to kind of be a little bit contrary in that, uh, it sounds like that's what they did in this situation. I don't know if I haven't read it, but it sounds based on what Vince is saying, like that's what they did. But, you know, if we take something like, uh, you know, like Spider-Man, for example, like how much of Spider-Man is him and Mary Jane or him and Gwen Stacy? You know what I mean? Like, and, right. you know, nobody bats an eye because it's it's a, a guy and a girl. You know what I mean? Uh, but if all of a sudden he was interested in Harry Osborn, you might be like, 
Well, right. I don't know if I that's, like this. That's a different. That's a different scenario, though, Tyrone. Simply because that was a Spider-Man movie. This is. Oh, no, I'm, t- I'm talking about just in general, not not movies. I'm talking about in general. Uh, oh, in you know, general. Yeah, yeah the, the Spider-Man uh, story is you know part of part of uh, Mary Jane. That, that's just such a big part of the story. You know, their their uh, love interest or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's and the the normalization part of it is. If you yeah, did have a story yeah. about yeah to about a, a man being interested in another man, it's just okay, that's fine, and you know, and then move on. But you can have that story, and you can have a, a beautiful love story about two men. You know what I mean? Instead of it being uh, a big uh, oh, okay, now it's a story about gay guys and coming out of the closet, and it's and its effect on everybody watching and stuff like that. So it's a little bit uh, like I said, there's a lot of nuance there, and, and we're all kind of taking this journey together. But uh, the normalizing would be if the story uh, calls for, you know, like in this case, if the story calls for one man asking another man out on a date, that's just part of the story, like any other story. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, cause, cause, look, oh, hold on. What's this? Nobody bats an eye, they spider. That's dark. Spider. <laughs> that's dark. Spider and and, and, and Yo, hold on. Yeah. So uh, to Ty's point, and, and I think it's a good point, but I think that the problem I have with his point, frankly, is that it 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 it's it's not necessarily tackling the reality of this of the subjects, right? Because Ty's basically saying, look, don't make it a big deal, just do it like you would a normal romance. All right, if they love each other, they two gay people that don't make a difference, they don't have to necessarily make it an episode and we're just like in scene in episode 16 gay robin kisses his gay you know what i'm saying it's like it doesn't have to be like put on on blast like that yeah but no. the problem i have with that notion is that no matter and to some people just the inclusion of the storyline in itself will feel like like putting it in their face just right. because they're so averse to that notion right mm-hmm. so you could you could bottle it up you can make it a little easter egg like i'm saying like you can you can make it something where it's like you see robin and his gay lover in a picture in the back of the scene over the fire and somebody be like god damn it look i just wanted to watch <laughs> Titans, and now i got all this gay shit down my throat you know what i'm saying it's like yo but, but you can't overextend it there are ways to do it where it is seamless, right? Like I would argue that subtle. one thing that the Arrowverse did was they gave us Mister Terrific, right? That was not subtle. If you watched Mister, <laughs> but it wasn't. But they did not announce it. Like it wasn't like it didn't catch headlines. You didn't see yeah. Mister Terrific. It was. It was a part of the series. You met Mister Terrific. You was like, oh, that's interesting. He's got leather on his face. All right, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> and uh, we just kind of took it as his. He had his partner. It was a. I didn't think that it was overdone, all right? I didn't think that it was – in fact, we don't even see any real PDA from them in the series. They're just kind of like two gay couples, you know, a gay couple talking – and uh, you know about being careful and all and, and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. They've done wanna... it in multiple series, bro. Walking Dead. Uh, there was uh, a gay couple in, in Walking Dead. It wasn't that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we we went ahead and uh, uh, we we took it as what it was and what it is. So this isn't that. I don't think Tyrone. I mean, Tyleem. I don't think that's just DC trying to spotlight. I think DC did their thing and they're trying to be inclusive. And it made news because it's different, because that's what happens. That's what news is. Uh, when Superman died, that was different. That was something that they that made head, national headlines. Like, it was on the covers of newspapers. Like, oh, shit, Superman is dead. You know what I'm saying? That was a big deal. Uh, the notion of Spider-Man, when he became a clone, when Ben Riley and the Scarlet Spider became in the forefront, 
that made headline news because it was different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I think that Robin being gay uh, is a turn from what they've. I mean, when Green when Green Lantern, uh, when when one of the Green Lanterns became uh, gay, they 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 announced that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's just a matter of them being gay. I think it's news that deters from what we are accustomed to in the mainstream of these comics. So I don't. Well, yeah, that's that's been that's been the case with comics from day one. I mean, when we first started getting black superheroes. Uh, when we didn't have any yeah. superheroes, it's the same way that we're getting, you know, gay and, and LGBTQ uh, plus um, uh, the community um, being being included into this comic book realm as well. So I get it. And, I, and, and again, like I'm not knocking anybody for what they believe in, who they love or any any of those cases. I'm just saying, like, I would I would love to I would love to just watch it. You know what I'm saying, and not and like just let me see it. You know what I mean, like and it, and, and if there's backlash or whatever, whatever the case may be because of of the reaction, then I mean nobody can control that. Nobody can control right. the reaction. But you know, I mean, you know, I haven't even yeah, I've yet to see this boy. I've yet to see um this individual, this Tim Drake character on screen yet, and we're already talking about his sexuality. Okay, this okay. is Tim Drake. No, no, no. I know. I mean, I, what I mean is. We haven't seen him as Robin on screen yet on oh, the okay, okay, okay. On, on the show. Like we know, I've seen him. I know who he is on the show. I'm just <laughs> saying, like we haven't even delved into his character yet, and we're already talking about him going on a date. With a uh, we we kind of have. Uh, <laughs> we've we've kind of delved into his character a little bit. You've already talked about him being half Asian and half black, right? That's it. That's yeah. That's it. Like, yeah, like but- I watched the same episodes you watch. What else? What else? Are we, what else? <laughs> that's enough. I mean, that's something. I mean, we've delved into. We know who his family is. We know that he's. Oh, hold on a second. So, so delving in is we know his ethnicity. We know his family. We know where he works. All right. We know his name. We know ethnicity. Titans Three is a Tim Drake origin story. If you haven't noticed this yet, like it, we're basically the. It's hard to not give things away, but the very first scene in the new Titans series. Is 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 one that changes the course of the series, mm-hmm. all right? And then with that, the remainder of the only three episodes we've seen thus far have been developing this character Tim Drake, of who is is also the topic of all of these headlines. So yeah, we're being overexposed there. I would say to Tim Drake right now. Well, well let me ask you this because I didn't. I fell asleep on the on last night because I was tired and I didn't get to see the, the end. I, I'm not. I'm not up the part to to see to, uh, the fourth episode. Yet. Okay. Well, with that being said, the other episodes that we have seen, we saw him one time. One episode. What? We've no, seen him once. Yes, we saw him on the episode. That what I mean is, we saw him on one episode. We saw him on the two scenes that you're talking about. The one where he. Okay. And then that one. That's all we've seen him, but you're saying this is an origin story about him, and we've only seen him one time. And we all all we know is that he's Asian and black, and that he works for a a a a delivery company. Yeah, his own family. Own family delivery. But outside of that, we know nothing else about this boy other than now that he dates boys. That's it. Well, well, I mean, that's a spoiler because it's it comes from. But what we do know is that, oh man, see. I don't mind. You can spoil whatever you want. <laughs> no, I, can't, me out I can't talk about it because it's going to spoil it for the for left half of the screen. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to revisit this, guys. Please catch up. To, please catch up the Titans. It's only 
what's it like eight episodes per season or something like that? Eight no, there's twelve. Oh, there's twelve. Oh, okay, cool. All right, my bad. All right. Yeah, we moved up. We moved up in the world since they got the HBO Max. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there's cool twelve. I'm work, I'm All right. Work. Well, twelve is twelve is pretty cool. Well, uh, listen, guys. Uh, we've already done two weeks worth of episodes today all right so damn as much as we love to be on here all day some of us tyrone have things to do um i personally am come by my house because i get to jump off of here and jump right on avengers surprised. i'm surprised we went this whole episode and you did not once pull up the new eternals trailer like, uh, well, it's you didn't even say nothing about it, like nothing. Well, I we were arguing about it. I actually had it queued up, but then I got this scathing private chat message from Tyrone saying, <laughs> "Oh, I just uh, said I, I have know. to bounce soon. Uh, I never <laughs> said anything about y'all having to stop. Y'all want to do hour five by Tyrone all means." Was like, listen, my nigga, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I, a motherfucker like me got shit to do today. Oh, man. We ended this, this shit. You said it was going to end in two hours. That was huge, though. That was yeah. huge. <laughs> that, that, that new trailer was huge, bro. The, the was trailer wrong. was I I haven't watched it. Uh, oh my god! I will not watch any of these trailers, bro. I won't. And before we let, I mean, Tyrone, we're gonna all go at the same time, man. Don't worry, man. We're gonna get you out of here in time. <laughs> oh. we, we want your house to get sold as much as the, as as much as the next man. Um, but I will say as we close out that uh, I didn't watch the Eternals trailer, and it was oh, actually it was actually written. You're doing a disservice was, to our viewers. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll watch it with you. If you want to stay on after this and do a review of it, I'm with that. But um oh I, no. It's it's that good. It's that, that good? good. Oh man. Yeah, you, oh, you it, it will it will probably be the best uh Marvel movie we've seen since Avengers and Infinity War. Have you seen the trailer? Yes. Uh yeah, I did watch it, but like when before when we were talking about it in the chat before we went live, I uh, I muted you guys and I I watched it. <laughs> God damn, you know, y'all don't give a fuck about us, bro. She just I love y'all, but I'm just saying if we're just like bullshitting before we go on, you know, I'm gonna watch true, like those things I need to watch. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, I but it's done. super dope. Super, 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 super cool. dope. Super In dope. closing, I'll say that uh the, the 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 whole phenomenon of watching trailers, in my opinion, is supposed to garner interest if i'm already interested there's no reason for me to watch it it's one of the same reasons why marvel has decided to not release the no way home version uh, uh trailer for the mouse uh for the um the the spider-man 3 upcoming series even though kevin feige is now saying that it it, it spoils things that come it, it may spoil things that come in some of these upcoming movies so they're not going to release until Do much you closer know to the why movie they release. haven't released that it's because tom holland cannot keep his mouth shut so they're not going to let him like you know what i'm saying they're not going to give him that opportunity so that he could be on screen like oh the new trailer's coming out it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> you know, think really you want to tell it? he's like i do yeah, they're not. They made that mistake once. They're not doing it again. That's why they're not doing that, the that also speaks to the level of security that Tom Holland has in that job because right. that, the Marvels be telling everybody else, "We'll fire the shit out of you if you leak some shit." I'll <laughs> yeah. be like, "Don't tell me then." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Said, Don't tell me then. Like, Don't tell me then. Not. I'm telling you, I'm leaking it. Wow, wow. Well, anyway, I think we can delve into that a little more next week since we. Oh, next week will be my last week here. Um, it'll be driven. I'll be trying to make the episodes for the few weeks after that. Um, but yeah, next week we'll get into that and hopefully, uh, some Shang-Chi because that releases the following week, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken, man, yep. I'm going to go and see the uh, free guy today, uh, in the theaters. I hope that's as good as they're saying it is. I I'm hearing, I'm hearing nothing. Oh, free guy. It. Yeah. It's supposed that to be Ryan really Reynolds. good. I can't Reynolds. wait to watch it. Free yeah. guy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. it's on your fire stick. Check it out. All right, I will. I will. <laughs> she knows how to speak Thai. <laughs> I will. You I know you. me. It's you know Ryan. Me. Ryan Reynolds is in the movie. He's the main uh, character in the movie, and apparently, it has some like uh, some some uh, little Easter eggs about Marvel movies. Apparently, yeah, in them. yeah. So heard, yeah. Uh, we all have to definitely watch that for sure. So this is yeah, a man. sci-fi movie. I'm sorry. No, uh, I don't. I think it's an action movie. I don't know if it's yeah, sci-fi. It's on, yeah, I think it's, it's more it's action. Action movie. But I'll let you know after I go see it in the movie theater uh, today. Uh, well, what I'm gonna do? Uh, you and COVID my... enjoy that popcorn. Uh, <laughs> make, sure, make sure no one's and, sitting behind you, though. Yeah, I, I will definitely uh, watch my back, uh, so to speak. Uh, but man, let's get about it before Tyrone leaves us abruptly, man. Man, good to see everybody, man. Make sure y'all go to the New Blurred Order page and like all of the pictures. If you want to see some more MegaCon, Yaz put up. Photo dumps, buckets, buckets, loads, buckets, load, loads, loads for your face uh, to watch. <laughs> to watch in the in the, uh, in the joint. Uh, and as we always say, man, I mean, we normally do, you know, we, we're running late, so we'll go ahead and speed this up. Uh, please make sure whatever it is you do, be your authentic self. If you're not being yourself, you're being fake. And make sure in all things, if you a true nerd, if you a geek, then let that geek flag fly fight it too i just really hate zang it for me kidding rock too i find it hard to be blank i keep a wee ninja hanging and now uncle i'm banging it negative and energy then say i'm the vicinity oh yeah yeah them niggas over there yeah 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 now look at what i'm wearing